infrastructure thing was just uh, it was fun, but we had too much we had too much hilarity just discussing the the, the Z Rex extended universe. <laughs> just just the unmaking of this man, Chris Cole, this oh, legend, God. this godly donged hero that we just, <laughs> we've never heard of. But yeah, so you've got a new PC then this week, have you? I do, yeah. A nice um, new uh, I mean I'd say relatively beefy PC. It's it's getting there. So, you know. It's more than enough to be editing these podcasts effectively now. The question is though, does it have like the LED lights that go down the side and just oh, God, make no. it? It's make just it... a big black boring box. There you go, that's what you want. Because when just you're pure younger, efficiency. Do you remember when you're younger and you think, oh man, those like LEDs on the side look real cool. I want my car to look like it just rolled... I want my PC <laughs> box to look like it just rolled straight off the set of Fast and Furious. You know what though, Carl? That was purely just a monetary thing because I was being tight about it. I think if I had the money to, it would just be like this luminescent rainbow box. The thing is though, if that's in your bedroom, you've got to have that. You've already got a girlfriend, so you're alright. I'm single. <laughs> If I bring a girl home and she sees this neon fucking <laughs> Nissan Skyline looking piece of made in China shit sat next to my bed, just glowing like the Starship Enterprise, she's not going to, she's going, so what do you do for a living again? Oh God, I've uh, got a company called Big Wangas Inc. Does that explain it? <laughs> and the poster I've got on the wall, just myself. <laughs> so have you heard what I'm going to do for my um, the office when it gets set up? I bought some artwork for it over the weekend. I've got some like poster frames being delivered. Oh, I've yeah. also got like a small framed poster that's really ornate. And mm. I've tracked down Joe in the film American Pie. Oh, yeah, yeah. The picture of Stifler's mum that's on the wall. Oh, Jennifer... <laughs> I've tracked down that and I've got another <laughs> one. Incredible. I've got another one of Paul Walker. And oh. I'm going to put that on my wall. And it's going to be the little shrine to Paul Walker with some white candles next to it. Oh, God. You just need some, like, angelic car flying off. That's what I'm going to do. But it's the little white toy car next to it as well. But I like the idea of people walk into my office, this professional setting, and just see a picture of Stifler's mum and a shrine to Paul Walker. Oh, God. And then just a green screen, and that's all you need to know. <laughs> so, hello there, and welcome to another episode of Fact... No, it's not Fact Fiend, is it? Damn it's it, not Carl. Fact Fiend, Carl. God damn it. <laughs> this isn't a bit I forget every week. It's Carl's Corner. And, and last week, my... I believe you forgot the episode number. Oh, yeah. What episode number is it? It should be number eight now. Number eight, number eight. Okay. And I'm here with my good friend, Lucas. Say hello, hello. Lucas. Do you want to try to say hello? I think I talked over you. I mean, yeah, a little bit. But, you know, <laughs> this is the joys of an improvised podcast, Carl. It is insane. But That's... hello, ladies and gentlemen. That brings us to the next um, order of bidding, which is... Last week's podcast, me and you, we recorded, I'd say, probably the funniest th- conversation I've ever had. I mean, probably, yeah. Like, we, can, we can hype it up a lot because no one's going to hear it. And what happened was, do you want to explain to people what the, like, the thing you did with your audacity? Because we recorded oh, this over Discord. So I, I wouldn't explain what I did to audacity, more how audacity bent me over. Yeah, and just but, opened up your cheeks. Yeah, it just did. It wasn't even gentle, Carl. <laughs> it, it, found, it found that <laughs> exhaust part. So it just... About an hour through the recording of our last podcast, I was like, hang on, my audacity looks a little bit weird here. So I was like, Carl, Carl, just stop, please. And then, Which you, never you know, after about five minutes of telling Carl to stop, he'll eventually stop. So no. I look on my audacity and I'm like, shit. So I had a setting that it was to only record any audio while I was talking. Yes. So it cut all of my reactions to Carl into just one fucking clip of just me 
Just me most... reacting really quickly to everything Carl said. So, so I'm going like... to have to like pick it apart and put my reaction back in between every single little yeah, word there was like a, like a full five minute section on your end, wasn't there? Of you reacting to me. We'll talk about it in a sec, but of you reacting to me, which is just you laughing and going, yeah. Yeah, so basically. You sound like just an idiot. Just like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yep. And it's just a condensed clip of me laughing and saying, yes, uh-huh, yeah. And obviously that setting really fucked us up. Because last week, um, and for the previous seven podcasts, it's been somewhat structured, somewhat not. Like the start is always a conversation between two friends, like like we're doing now, and like mm-hmm. people have heard in previous podcasts. And then the end bit is like a kind of structured conversation where I'm trying to like you know, like to use like some flowers, like walk people down a garden path. And we yeah, don't have so to like if path. you we can go smell the flowers. If you listen to uh, the last podcast, then it's kind of like oh, we had one thing in mind, and then the first hour of it is just a random tangent that they went off on, but then it's a good, like, half an hour of, like, here's what we actually plan to do. Yes, and we decided after the fact, because what happened was, I'm sure, uh, the plan is, Lucas, you're going to take that original podcast. We're not uploading that because it's a piece of shit. I will be taking the audio that you managed to save and putting it up mm-hmm. on YouTube as an advert for so this gonna, podcast. So yeah, I'm going to do my best to, like, clip me back in, to make a bit of sense of what Carl's saying because that was just a ridiculous conversation. Yeah, but rather than do like the entire two-hour thing, you're just mm-hmm. going to get the first like 40 minutes of it. And what happened was where we were just having a conversation, just discussing the pretense of the conversation was we're just going to talk about fanboys and like, you know, the reactions and the overreactions a lot of people have to yeah, yeah. some content online. And to like proceed the conversation, we were discussing shit that's on our shelves. Like, okay, just let's just establish like what yeah, you're it was just a fanboy Oh yeah, we're fanboys. Let's talk about the the crazy fanboy crap that we've got, hit, like you know, hidden around our rooms and stuff like this, which led Carl into. Yeah, I was looking down my bookshelf, and we, fuck it, we can go into the story again because we can, <laughs> the things I hate doing bits again. People have watched the videos. The fact is, it's like everything you see is improvised. We have a loose script. All yeah, the jokes yeah, are just course. things we come up with on the day. We cut literally about 30 minutes of footage out of every video oh, like every no, recording really. session is about 40 minutes long and we condense that down to 15 minutes of the best stuff and there are see raw i didn't cuts. even know that yeah there are raw cuts that are like i think there's one going up soon that's 50 minutes long wow and it's a, and it, as long as one of these podcasts will probably end up being and the idea is like basically because i used to do improv comedy and my mind is just wired to just go off on anything because i learned to never stop talking because the worst thing you can do when you do improv is stop talking. Because no, the best thing air, you can do during improv, Carl, is just to say no to everything. <laughs> <laughs> it's the worst. It was like, if anyone's ever performed on stage, there is nothing like more soul-crushing and just like make, capable of making you shit a brick than just dead silence. Oh, and the, God, it's like, the worst. It's, it's almost, I would say, dead silence is worse than like a sarcastic cough or laugh. Like, oh, if God, like yeah. five... Five seconds of dead silence when you're performing a show is worse than like one guy's going, ha ha! Yeah, I mean, background. obviously it's improv. You need a bit of time sometimes to think of something funny. If they've thrown you up for a loop, obviously, like the people who are good at improv never need that moment. But yes, at certain different can. levels, some people have different capabilities and you might need that a second. So it's much better to be like, oh, ha ha, Carl, and then yeah, just, just lead into what you've thought of. But Never stop talking. Yeah. And again, we've already done it now. We've already gone. <laughs> and what happened was we were going down each of our shelves and I got to my book, the book section of my shelf. And I said, 
start talking like, you know, you never judge a book by its cover, but I fucking do. And I talked about the book <laughs> Z-Rex and, oh, fuck it, I'm getting it again. It's too funny. Oh, we God, to do, oh, he's doing it. He's doing it. talk about, I'm getting it. I'm going to fuck It's too <laughs> funny. It's, I hate doing bits again, but this one I'll make an exception for because Z-Rex is the fucking best, right? And Z-Rex is a book. You can go Google it and look for the title. Like, it is an amazing amazing piece of like young adult literature written by a large donged hero called Steve Cohen just who are the biggest during, like, dong hero and during the like the failed podcast myself and Lucas did we went on a fucking adventure didn't we <laughs> it's definitely we went to, an adventure for sure we went to Stephen Cole's website I tried to I got his email address I was like tends to email him live on the podcast <laughs> to get to make an appearance to talk about this dinosaur book and I'm sure We'll get a cobbled together clip out there somewhere, and it'll be on will, YouTube for you sure. to listen to. But How successful I'm, it will be, we'll find out. But I'm getting on. That's that it. Soon. It's your test, mate. It's your test. But it is to let people know why this book is so amazing. I'm going to read the blurb again. And Lucas, you remember the blurb, don't you? I so, mean, I remember it's some kind of stupid. <laughs> okay, so people at home, this is the blurb for like Z Rex by one Stephen Cole. You're a 13 year old boy on the run. A massive man eating monster <laughs> is on your tail. An evil group with a plot to destroy humanity wants you both dead or alive. There's only one way out. You and the monster have to work together. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. And the best bit is following this in different like colour text is a quote here that says, When it comes to dinosaurs, you might think you've seen it all, but there's never been a dinosaur quite like Steve Cole's Z-Rex. And the thing is, this quote is not attributed to anybody. So it's, it's oh my like god. The, it's just it's him like, promoting himself. Yeah, we, we came to like this. We developed this narrative that Steve Cole just like leaves reviews for his own books. <laughs> but the thing is, I looked it up, and there's a different. There's a re-release of the book where there's a review from the New York Times, and there's like a quote from a review at the New York Times. I mean, Carl, okay. why haven't you got every print of this book available? <laughs> it's like, you need every the, different edition. Well, I need to explain why I've got this particular copy of Z Rex. It's because the front is a embossed dinosaur, <laughs> so you so you physically cannot put it on a bookshelf like as a normal book would, because it's got this big embossed part that sticks halfway out. So you have to put it pride of place, facing forward on your shelf, where it so belongs. This, so this big embossed dinosaur is just staring at you out of fucking nowhere, and I love having it on my shelf. And we so, told Carl, what you're really yeah. saying is that you should have a shrine to Z-Rex when you're in your office. <laughs> well, and that's what we got to talking about. Right? Like, um, oh, God, I've just opened it up and I've just realised that also by Steve Cole, Astro Sauce. Oh, God, not again. <laughs> Let's not do this again, Carl. No, well, we need to say oh, the book's dedicated to Mike and Karen. So I think Mike and Karen must be really upset. <laughs> Their legacy is a fucking <laughs> dinosaur book. And the idea was that like, me and Lucas, we literally spent like, what, 40 minutes... Something just ridiculous. We, we just dove into the world of Steve Cole. We like were reading his website. We were like ordering his books live to try and get them. To, we were going to plan to do a lot of live reading. <laughs> and that was a completely improvised bit that we didn't plan on. And it ended up being the funniest part of the entire podcast. And the actual resulting conversation we had afterwards, after we got your settings sorted out, was kind of boring, wasn't it? Like it was. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't boring. It's just nowhere near as funny as Z-Rex. Yeah. And because obviously we were trying very, very hard to make us like, I guess speak with some sort of like you know authority on the manner, so we were trying not to make silly jokes. Yeah, so of I, course, like if you listen to us talking about difficulty and accessibility in video games, like 
again, you have to take that different approach. You can't just be stupid and silly. You have to be thoughtful about the whole process. But at the same time as well, at the beginning of that podcast, I think that's the one where we start talking about like the Mad Max of the like drive club oh, God, service. Yeah. Turn the drive club service into a Mad Max game. <laughs> and I personally think that's much like for a casual audience, is much funnier. Mm-hmm. So in a roundabout way, that is an explanation for what this podcast is now going to become. So I I'm sorry if anyone likes the more structured stuff, but in looking back on the previous episodes, I personally think the funniest part is this beginning bit that's all improv and it's just a chat between two mates where we chat some bollocks about what we've done that week and tell oh, some yeah. stories. God, yeah. However, Carl, this plan has thrown off something that I like to do, which is which have is. a little piece of set dressing every week that is <laughs> a, set no one some kind of relevant to the conversation. But you know what, Carl? I like to have that set dressing. And now that it's just improv, it's like, oh God, just a piece of me is just missing. I have no relevant improvisation. Well, what I'll do is I'll send you a copy of Z-Rex. You can put that next to your computer and you'll always know that Z-Rex is there. That's what I need to do. I just need to go and buy Z-Rex myself. And then that can just be the set dressing every week. And it can just bring out the stupidity inside of me. Well, you can do set dressing because obviously you just got a new PC, haven't you? Like, what's the like? You've, I'm assuming like you're like me right now. You're sat at a desk, and are you one of the people who like you are like a woman in a like you know a comedy like a romantic comedy who's like you know the dumpy friend who has all the weird shit around her office and like the hanging there cat poster. I and, mean, like, the little right ornate now, dogs. My setup is I have my PC hooked up to my like 40 inch TV in my living room, so I can sit <laughs> on my sofa and be comfortable. I'm not gonna like it. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Isn't your living room have two TVs as well? I mean, yeah. So, so you I've got like... an extra big black box in my living I room. That could have gone somewhere else. That two sentence. TVs. It's now that two TVs and like ten rectangular boxes that all it's come. Ten rectangles. <laughs> I love like I think it's Charlie Brooker who does that. Joe, you know the guy who wrote Black Mirror. Oh yeah, yeah. Which is a really great interview with him. Let someone ask him, so what does Black Mirror mean? And he comes out with this really long-winded, flowery, poetic explanation of, well, when you're looking at your phone, and you can see like, there's the entire world in your phone, your life's on there, your friends are on there, mm. all the, like, you, can, you can date people, you can fall in love. But when the screen turns off, it's just a rectangle with a, with a black screen, and you see your reflection, and you realise that your life's empty. And that's what the Black Mirror is. <laughs> It's like, oh, but do you know what the part of that, that the, as much as I love that quote, the part I listen to is the word rectangle, because it was really funny. <laughs> I refer to my phone now exclusively as, oh, I've got a rectangle. <laughs> you know what that just reminds me of, though, Carl? Like, What's the that? five or 20 second clip in between a Netflix episode where you look at yourself in the reflection and go, oh, God, what have I done? What has oh, the last wait. eight hours of my life just been? The one where it asked me, though, are you still watching Walking with Dinosaurs? And I nearly sent a letter of complaint in. Like, fuck you, Netflix, don't judge my life. <laughs> yes, I've watched eight hours of dinosaur documentaries. This shit's, this shit's hype. It's the worst thing is, it's like, it's the equivalent to when Nintendo used to put in little messages like, you need to take a break. And it's like, why are you encouraging me to not enjoy your content for a long period of time? The one that gets me is, um, I think there's like a few bots that do that when you stream on Twitch. One of them is the Stay Hydrated bot. And oh, every yeah, now and again it pops into people's streams and says, oh, you've been streaming for this long, drink this much water. And I get drunk on my streams and it really annoys me, so I blocked it. <laughs> so don't you tell me to drink water. I'm don't you li- tell me what to do, Mum. There's ice cubes in this drink. It's got some liquid in it. Don't you, don't complain. But no, I, so... 
my I hate like contrary to like my personality, I love collecting dumb shit, but my workspace has to be clean. I cannot start. I'm one of those my desktop. I'll minimise these two things now. My desktop literally has two things on it. That is recycle bin, where I drag and drop everything, and a link to like my hard drive, which I've named bigporns.exe. It's funny. <laughs> That so, Carl, when you bring this girl into your room and tell her that you've got a company called Big Wangers Inc. with this neon box, and then your hot driver's called that, I think she's going to leave. <laughs> well, the thing is, though, people don't like, people might not believe this, but above my bed, I have got the giant flag of a dog that's like all rainbow with light, <laughs> with fairy lights over it. And what I do sometimes is I leave my window open and turn the fairy lights on. And my neighbours can just look into my window and just see like this bed with just these giant glowing sex like flag above it. <laughs> it looks so dumb, and I've got like a lava lamp and all that shit. Oh, my God. bed looks like my bedroom looks amazing. It's so low lit. I mean, you know, I, have you got a water bed, Carl? That is the, the, the final answer. I would want a water bed, but I've slept on one before and it leaked. And you're and there's nothing worse than waking up thinking you pissed yourself. And it's just like you know you went to sleep and you had like a pair of jeans on or something. And the rivets caught it. I mean, like, you sleep on? like, what would be worse than waking up thinking you've pissed your pants as if you create an entire, like, slash through the bed and just wake up in a pool? <laughs> no, you wake up dead. Just drown. <laughs> so, I'll be honest, like, I, like, no level of comfort to me is worth potentially having the headline of, like, oh, local <laughs> local YouTuber d- drowns in bed. Because that's a headline. That'll be cool by I mean, life. to be fair, you'd go out in a good way. It'd be memorable. <laughs> you know, Drowning in a foot of water you actively chose to sleep on. <laughs> so dumb. Like, I'm not that committed to the 80s aesthetic, but I just love lava lamps. I find them very relaxing. I've had many a time where, and before anyone even questions it, no, I was not drunk or stoned or whatever. I've just been fully sober and just sat there and watched lava lamps for hours on end. I just find it very soothing. It's like yeah. I'm not allowed a fish tank in my apartment, and when previously I'd watched the fish swim around, it's just it's very relaxing to me. Like some it really people is, listen yeah. to like white noise and stuff. Mm. I like the hum of the light as it goes and that sort of thing. But what I was going to mention is because my desktop it's got to be fucking clean. It's got I've got all my little things at the bottom. Like I've got Chrome, I've got OBS, I've got Streamlabs, I've got Discord, I've got Audacity, but they're all there and there are little buttons. Oh, yeah. My background is just a like crisp, clear, and it's got a picture of a moon that has Doge's face on it. I was going to say, is it not the Doge <laughs> one? You were like, it is crisp Doge. and clear. I was like, where's the Doge gone, Carl? And Don't that's it, because I Doge. keep my workspace. It's the same with my laptop. My laptop, where I do all my work, write all my articles, I have um, a Chrome setting where I have two tabs, like Joe, two bookmarks. Yeah. One is like the website to go on to do, like to save, uh, to submit mm-hmm. work, to write articles. Um, the other one is just Google Drive, where everything's saved in little folders oh, where I enough, don't touch yeah, yeah. anything. And all my research is kept in a single Word document that I just scroll down. Because I think it's like one Word document. Page. No, it's well, not a Word document, but like a um, Google Drive document where I just add research that I find to it. Oh the my notes. god, that sounds like a nightmare. No, oh, no, I like it. It's my process. Oh it's no, like is ever... it, it's just all of your research is on one long page. Yes. Oh my god. Carl, why would you do that to yourself? Give yourself what some I do is folders. Every, every couple of every couple of months, I'll pa- I'll separate into new ones if I don't if oh, I don't okay. use it in a while. Okay. And I think like three previous ones, or like, and when I use an idea, I put it into another. Like, I've got a system. It's very obscure. Weird. It's not obscure, but it's weird. But it works for me. And what I do is, if I'm ever stuck for ideas, because like this podcast, most of the thing ideas I come up with a thought on the day. I will do research yeah, yeah. on the day, and I'll write the article on that day. Mm-hmm. 
then I'll find something interesting. If I can't find anything interesting, I'll go into this folder and I'll just like scroll down like 40 ran- like a random number of pages. I think it's like 100 pages long. Oh my God. And just go up or down and go, that looks interesting. I've not yeah, read yeah. anything about that. I mean, I can, I can see it from that way if you've just got like actual random things at your disposal whenever you need them. Yes. So when yeah, you when you put it that way, I get it. But just the idea of just having like this one hundred page document page. that just is that, random research. It's just links. Yeah, it's just links. It's just links with like um, shorthand things saying stuff on it. Mm. That's it. And that's my process. But that's all kept separately because I don't like the cluttered looking screen. And the same way it extends to my actual workspace. Mm-hmm. Well, I I hate the fact that I can see the wires going down the back of my computer to somewhere else. That pisses yeah, me off yeah. to no end. Are you similar or have you like... No, I mean, you've, you've been to my flat. I think I got so many electrical things with just wires everywhere that I've just given up at this point. My, I mean, I like to organise things, but I think I also like to live in kind of like an organised chaos. Things, my, I have similar way, but my organised chaos like, extends to like a word document, like, not my not my living space. That, I don't I, think that classes as chaos, just a word document. That is Carl's definition of chaos. Yeah, it's a word document that hasn't got a title on it, and everything's <laughs> because I know what it is, and that's the thing. Because people are just like, "What about if you lose it?" I'd never lose it because I know where it is. Do you know that sort of yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah. No, exactly. Well, I remember. Um, so, God must be. A good, like, 10 plus years ago, um, I was still, like, living with my parents and whatnot, and I was, like, a teenager, and my mum one day was, like, at home, and I come back from school, and she's like, oh, I was getting fed up with your room, I've cleaned it for you, and I was like, oh, God, what have you done? (laughs) Oh, dear God, and I didn't find Pokemon Crystal for another, like, five years until I moved out of the house. I was so fucking pissed off. And let me guess, your mum didn't remember where she put it. Yeah, because I went, you've cleaned my room, where did you put my Pokemon game? Oh, I haven't moved that. Well, you have. You've, 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 you've just organised my entire room and now you don't know how you've organised it. And oh, it was my, just my in the middle of a pile of like papers that she put in a folder and left on the like fucking shelf somewhere. My mum did that once. Oh. What she did is she said, oh... You had too many chargers, so I threw them all away except one. Oh no! Like, oh, but the thing oh, is, that they were no. all chargers for different things. Yeah. And this is before. This is before like you could pop on eBay and order one for two quid, and everything you was just go, like a micro USB or something. Yeah, you had to go to the shop. So I think I ha- I had like a Game Boy Advanced, but I had also my like my um, what is it now? My PSP that my friend had given me when I was in hospital for a bit. Oh god! And like all that stuff, and she just went, "Oh, they all use the same one." I was like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> so it was like, what I was doing then is I was going around the house, find like the charge cable for like a power drill, which ended up just fitting into my PSP. Oh, god. Like the Nintendo ones, you're never going to find a. They are like, yeah, they're proprietary chargers, aren't they? There's no shit that you're going to find. Oh, it's like I can't play my SP. And they they so, charge like a good fifteen quid for it, just so you fucking yeah. know. And I'm like 15 years old, I can't afford that. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, I guess my Game Boy's brought there. And then my brother had a Game Boy as well, and he won't let me use his charger. Oh, of course not. Because he lived with my dad, and I was like, oh, can I have your Game Boy charger? You never play your Game Boy? He's like, no. <laughs> so I can only play my Game Boy when I saw my brother and my dad, and I'd have to charge it, and what I'd do is I'd wait like three days, and then play it on like the Wednesday, and then wait, because the weekend I'd see him again, so I could charge <laughs> it again. So you wouldn't have that like three, four day drought of not being able to play it. <laughs> So that's a ration out my Game Boy time. 
Oh, look, it's Wednesday. It's Pokemon time again. The thing is, that actually happened to me. I had something similar where um, this is not going to mean a lot to a lot of people listening, but back in the day, you had to actually put money on your phone. Well, that's not a thing anymore, is it? But I mean, technically, I you know, some people live just life by the edge and still do it yeah. that way. Yeah, or some people have like sim-only content, but I had to pay. Um, I, I had a tenner on my phone, and what it is, obviously, I didn't have much money, I didn't get pocket money. So what happened was... Um, I ended up, I think it was Orange did this deal. I had an Orange SIM card. Oh, yeah. And what their deal was, if you top up £10 um, for three months, what you do is you can pick a perk. And one of the perks was you get unlimited free text between 6 and 7 o'clock at night. <laughs> That's it. That's every so day. specific. And, but it, no, it was so weird because the idea was, oh, use it afterwards, text all your friends and arrange when you're going out. So for, like, I think my entire time at college... I literally only message people between <laughs> six and seven. It's and just it was, like I just got this image of everybody waiting until six o'clock, and then there's just an hour just bombardment of messages until seven. When the, the thing is, like, because text used to cost ten p. Yeah, like, it seems ridiculous now, doesn't it? Like every every SIM contract, every phone gives you unlimited ten ten p. And I had a tenner, and obviously, if you think if you're like texting someone and they're saying like saying about the word ha, yeah, and <laughs> like, that's as I'm not well, paying ten. Not only that, but you also had character limits. So it was like yeah, 180 not... characters, and then you start a new text. Yeah, but I remember doing that. But I'm not set paying 10p to say, okay, see you soon. Fuck that. Yeah. So I'll wait till 6 says, I literally only texted people for three years between the hours of 6 and 7. <laughs> to the point where there was a girl I was chirpsing at the time. And she got really annoyed, saying, like, why do you only talk to me between these times? <laughs> She's like, can you not text me later? I'm at work. I'm like, I can't. I don't want to pay a tenner. And she got annoyed that she wasn't worth a tenner and broke up with me. <laughs> I mean, when when you're telling a girl that you can't spend 10p to message her, that's probably not a good idea, God. <laughs> It's probably not. It's not going to last doomed long. To, doomed to fail. The thing is, though, that deal was amazing. Do you know why? Because my friend, um, his girlfriend went to China... And he used my phone to text her. Oh, that is because great. The, the, it was free text anywhere in the world. Oh, that so is So he was fantastic. just sending, like, between six and seven, he'd borrow my phone and give me a quid. And I'd go to the shop and get a can of pop <laughs> and a fucking chomp. I've just got this uh, image of, like, people who don't know what we're talking about going, why didn't he just, like, get on Messenger? Like, that you can just message anyone way. on Facebook no. over the world. No, that doesn't. No. Wasn't yeah, a thing. No. Back in the day, you couldn't. And it was if just you... so amusing that I just, like, I just messaged people. And people knew. My friends knew. I think yeah. um, there was a person that just like texts me at six every day <laughs> saying, oh, hi Carl, it's six o'clock. Like, oh, how are you doing, man? What's been going on? I can talk to Carl again. <laughs> it's so good. I think we should start doing that again. I would like, because I think because it wasn't unlimited, like we have this thing, it's like we, it's an embarrassment of riches, isn't it, in regards to like yeah, entertainment yeah. and like um, communications. To the point where it's overwhelming. Like, when, who hasn't sat on Netflix and scrolled for half an hour because they don't know what to watch? Oh, yeah, exactly. It's like back in the day when people had four or five channels to choose from, you would just sit there and watch anything. You'd and say, now you've I, got I, everything and it's just like, oh, there's nothing to watch. Yeah, I'd never go back to it. But every now and then, I do like that when I move, obviously it always takes like you've got like five days without the internet. Yeah. And it's a ball ache for work, but I do like for entertainment. It makes, I just basically just rewatch all my old DVDs. Mm. So I've got loads. I've rewatched like old films that I've not seen. And it's like, oh man, I watched the Predator. Oh fuck it, I'll just watch like Only Fools and Horses season three. 
I watched the Christmas special, why the fuck not? Oh, there's all these old films I've not watched in ages that I've bought DVDs for. So I actually kind of look forward to moving, just for those five days where I don't have to talk to people. But Carl, this is why you just get like a 40 gig internet package on your phone and you never need to use it. <laughs> well, I'm almost at that point because um, my internet in my house is so bad. I'm legitimately looking at getting like a SIM-only contract and yeah, a cheap burner yeah. phone and chucking it in, just using it as like... Um, uh, Using it for the hotspot. See, now people at home might be thinking, 40 gig is a ridiculous amount for a phone contract. And yes, it totally is. But you know what? They offered me 3 gig or 40 gig a month. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> the, the move there. You can have 3 gig. That's nothing. What else have you got? 40. Oh, we'll t- okay. <laughs> we'll tell the story about when I first got my phone. Like, um, I'm on Vodafone, like, that might mean a lot to Americans, but um, for British people, there's a thing they do when you first get a phone, where it's called the data test drive. And the idea is, they say, for the first two months you use the phone of your contract, um, you, you, you have unlimited data. Oh, and yeah. use the Just use the phone as you ordinarily would, without <laughs> thinking about data. And what we do is, well, whatever you end up using, that's going to be your average, isn't it? If that's just use it like you would ordinarily, and then we'll tailor a package towards you. But you know what? Cosmo doesn't play that game. No, I went <laughs> fuck that. Let's see what I can do. So what I did is, I every single day, my I did not use the internet for those two months. My phone was a hotspot or tethered to my laptop the entire time, and I illegally downloaded season five of Game of Thrones five times. Just deleted it, re-downloaded it, re-downloaded it, re-downloaded it. When I literally I was at work, remember coming around to your flat and you were like, oh, we've got Wi-Fi, but just connect to my phone. Connect to my phone, yeah. And when I was at work, what I, t- I changed my phone's name to um, where I, w- like, I worked at the University of Sheffield. So I put Sheffield Uni um, free Wi-Fi. I set my phone to that and put the password on of like the restaurant where I worked and told people who came in asking for the Wi-Fi password, oh, connect to that and connect to my phone while also watching episodes of Frasier. <laughs> so I had Netflix on and I basically just turned the phone around and put it flat down on the bar and just let it just watch episodes of <laughs> Frasier all day. And I got to the end of the month and I think, even though I did all of that, I used about like 90 odd gig. Yeah. Which doesn't sound like, a, like it sounds like an a hilariously like, excessive amount. I was annoyed about that. So the following month, I like doubled down. I, I was streaming <laughs> videos. I was like 4K YouTube videos of paint drying overnight. Oh, that God. sort of thing. <laughs> Just on my laptop tethered to it because like, fuck it. And I think I managed to get it was like 150 something gig. And I'll still remember it to this day that after the two months was up, I got a text from Vodafone saying, the, you've reached the end of your data test drive. And it's like, we've compiled the data, and you used 153 gigabytes last month. Oh, God. <laughs> Your current package that you paid for is 4 gig. Would you like to purchase <laughs> an extra 2 gig for £10 extra a month? Because <laughs> it might help you to use less. It might help you to avoid going over the limit. But I love the fact that, like, they go, you've used 150 gig this month. An extra 2 gig might really help That's you what- out. <laughs> That's what they got me with. It's, like, the, it's not the fact that they said you've gone this much. They like they offered like an extra two gig as if I wasn't taking the piss. Oh, that was so good because I just remember like someone at Vodafone was like, "What the fuck is this guy doing know, yeah. on his phone? Just illegally downloading Game of Thrones just over and, just and over again, just to delete it and re-download it again, just so there was always constantly something downloading in the background. Oh, that God. was amazing. Oh, that's I loved it. That shit was amazing. People, was, I went to a wedding that weekend as well. 
And I was like, oh, I'll just turn my hotspot on, but I just put it to the bride and groom. Like, I had free hotel Wi-Fi, and I put like, the bride and groom's name and just put free Wi-Fi on it. Oh, man. Put, there, was a, there was a password. <laughs> so and so's wedding, complimentary Wi-Fi. That's what it was. And but didn't tell anyone the password. People were asking the bride and groom what the Wi-Fi password was. I love that. Still idea, do just that like now. spend an entire day. Just it's your wedding day, the day that you're meant to like be the centre of attention and feel special. And people just coming up to you going, "What's the Wi-Fi password?" <laughs> I do want to go on trains as well. I like sitting next to the first class carriage and just put and on, like, put free second class Wi-Fi. Yes, that's exactly what I do. And I'm. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll look over and see people in first class on laptops, like tapping the uh, like conductor on the shoulder, him, like, like clearly asking them how do I connect to this Wi-Fi. <laughs> or when I'm in like Starbucks, I'll just put the, the hotspot on and just put it to better Starbucks Wi-Fi. <laughs> oh man, oh, I just man. love how salty so people get, especially doing it with like the first class carriage of just like, I why are people in the fucking second class carriages getting free Wi-Fi? Free. Free second class Wi Fi. Man, you control with Wi Fi. It's great. Oh, God, you can't. So people, well. t- people don't know. Just go into your portable hotspot and just change it to like, just go into a random restaurant or a Starbucks and just change to Starbucks sucks. <laughs> just sit there with your hotspot on because everyone in there who tries to connect to it, the first thing they're going to see, because usually if you're sat in a group of people, your phone's hotspot with a stronger signal. Yeah, It'll yeah, be the because first in the, the list. router's going to be further away and have a weaker signal. <laughs> or just change like Costa Coffee is better or something like that. <laughs> so, so that's what I used to do when, obviously, when I didn't have the free data thing. Yeah, yeah. But to annoy my boss, I would set my Wi-Fi hotspot name to Sheffield Hallam. Oh, God. <laughs> Just Sheffield Hallam Wi-Fi. And people, of course, people, I should explain for Americans, there's two universities in our in uh, Sheffield where I live. There's Sheffield Hallam where I attended, and I worked at the University of Sheffield in a restaurant there. And so it's not my... a pleasant rivalry. <laughs> yeah, it's a friendly rivalry. I mean, relatively, it's still a rivalry. Yeah. Non- yeah. No, to be fair. But I set my... My Wi-Fi hotspot name to Sheffield Hallam Free Wi-Fi. <laughs> People were in like the University of Sheffield. Hang on, how am I getting Sheffield Hallam Wi-Fi all the way out here? And I'd always say, well, maybe it's just better than the one that you get here. Oh God, the, just like, the salt. Rub it in the room and scar. And people try to connect it, so we can't connect it. You don't go to Hallam. <laughs> it's so good. Oh man, just trolling people with the Wi-Fi, man. It's great. Is oh, that those people fantastic. that you must the screenshots that you see floating around on the internet every now and again of like people who've changed their Wi-Fi hotspot name to just stuff like please stop having loud sex number six <laughs> stuff like that is great. Just dear flat twenty, just please calm down. I'm, oh, my personal favourite is just though I'm using my neighbour's Wi-Fi to torrent porn. <laughs> <laughs> just use that one. Just uh, but. In that vein, I think we started talking about like customising your workspace and we got to talk about rectangles and phones. Have you customised your new PC in any way yet? Or have you so just I like, have. Literally... I have done one thing. And, um, okay. So I've took quite a few pictures on Spider-Man on PS4 oh, and uploaded okay. some of them through Twitter and stuff. So I just thought I'd like grab them off Twitter and I've made like just like a slideshow of all my cool like photo mode pictures. Still got some that I need to upload because I think I took about 80, 90 pictures on that game and I've got like 30 going on right now. But the really annoying thing is like it's compressed through Twitter. So it's like all awful. So I need to like go onto my PS4 and get it directly. But yeah, so I've just got cool Spider-Man pictures right now. The thing is though, when you were playing that game, did you do what I did? And did you like... 
did you try and take cool photos like everyone else? Or did you do what I did? And did you try and make it look like Spider-Man was kicking random members of the public? I did a bit of both, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> because I remember, I think it was when the game came out, there was a series of photos I just post on Instagram of me just like, it's Spider-Man, like mid-swing, so it looks like he's like crotches in a random civilian's face. <laughs> with just like a, the caption, this game's all right. I've just got one like, where it was like me swinging a trash can round and it's like about to hit a bystander in the yeah. face. It was one I think like two people having a meal and behind them it's Spider-Man winding up for a kick. <laughs> <laughs> about to like, kick someone in the back of the head. You know it's what? Like, this game's all right. There's something I actually found out about um, a Spider-Man uh, on PS4. It's a little Easter egg that the developer talked about that nobody had actually picked up on. So um, mm-hmm. there are NPCs like roaming the streets, obviously, and there yes. are a couple of NPCs that are uh, portrayed as like, um, like what's the word? Um, so they're like Jewish. So they've got like yarmulkes on, or they're like rabbi oh, kind right, of that's okay. NPCs. And to reflect the, like, the real diversity in New York. Yeah, City. so like Orthodox Jew, that's the word I was looking for. Okay. Um, oh, with the um, the ringlets. Yeah, yeah. That was cool. Hasidic Jews, I think it is in mm. Um So they have those NPCs in the game. And if you're playing on, is it like a Sunday is the Sabbath, is it? I can't remember. Maybe. Um, but if you're playing on the Sabbath, those NPCs will not appear on the streets. Because they're all inside. Because they're, they're resting, it's their day of rest. So if oh, you're man, playing during cool. that day, they just won't come on the streets, and it's so that's crazy. like um, what is it like video games where like you put your birthday in and they say happy birthday to you. Yeah, like Animal that's Crossing, all the the villagers like come and give you presents on your birthday and stuff. Oh, if you do um, what's it now? Like? Metal Gear Solid is famous for it, isn't it? Depending on the day you can put in. Like there's obviously the famous one in Metal Gear Solid Three is an old there's an enemy who's like a hundred years old. Oh, God, yeah. Fast. If you turn the game off for two weeks, the guy dies of old age. Yeah, because during the boss <laughs> battle. You can start the boss fight with him and he's like a hundred years old, as you say, and it's like meant to be like this cool sniper battle. And yeah. yeah, if you just let the game go on for a couple of weeks and come back to it during the boss fight, he just dies of old age. <laughs> and, you, and your character even comments, probably not the most fitting end. It's probably not the end he would have wanted. Yeah. The legendary sniper <laughs> end. Would not, probably not want to, like, to die shitting his pants in a field waiting for the guy he's meant to kill to turn up. But you know what? The, the best thing about that is the, everybody thinks like, oh, you know, cheating cheating this really quite difficult boss and getting a little bit of an exploit going on. But it makes the game harder. That's the best part. Because oh, yeah. all of the fucking like elite troopers then come in to fuck you up instead. You have to fight them, yeah. And it's actually considered to be a harder fight. Because yeah. the, the end never kills you. He just puts you to sleep. He's testing your skills. Mm. But I fucking love, I love that stuff. And I think in Metal Gear Solid Five. If you put on your birthday, if you log in, um, everyone wishes you a happy birthday. Oh, that's cool. Like, if you go yeah, around Mother Base and stuff like that. They give you a cake, yeah, they all say happy, they sing happy birthday, <laughs> which is pretty cool. I love when they do shit like that. What's that thing that did in Spider-Man, though? Is it the guy who proposed to his girlfriend? I haven't seen one about Spider-Man, no. No, it was in Spider-Man, there was a guy who asked the developers, oh, my girlfriend loves Spider-Man. I'm going to look up the story now, because the story ended up being like this crazy, crazy thing. Oh, fair enough. I mean, there are some other examples of doing that. Like, um, there's, like, ones in Super Mario Maker where it's like, oh, um, I know you don't play, like, Mario Maker much, but play this level, it's cool. And just, like, the woman runs through and it's just, he's built, like, blocks in the sky going, like, will you marry me or something like that. Oh, here we go. Right. Um, Yeah, basically, some dude's like, oh, I want to ask my girlfriend to marry me. And the people at Insomniac put it into the game. 
And then it turns out like the guy's girlfriend broke up with him, oh, and, no. and then left him, and then left him for his brother. Oh, <laughs> but I didn't. Learn, but the, thing, oh, the updates here, right? It's not that she left him for his brother. It's that she broke up with him and then started dating his brother. Oh no! <laughs> and they had to patch it out of the game oh, because oh, obviously it's just it's just a monument to this guy's failed relationship. <laughs> Can you oh, imagine if they never patched it out though? I wouldn't have done it. If it was me, I would absolutely refuse. I'd be like, you know what? It's artistic integrity. We can't do it. It reflects the world at the time. Just to leave a monument to this guy's idiocy. I never, ever propose to your significant other in a public setting. It's only got the, the, yeah. the best case scenario is she says yes, which you'd hope she'd do anyway. And then some strangers might pat you on the back. Like if she says no, you've got to hold that L forever. Yeah. Like, oh man, is is there anything more brutal than like YouTube comp like the compilations on YouTube of people getting proposed to are like fucking baseball games and then they say no and the mascot's just in the background and it consoles the husband <laughs> or consoles the man it's just the woman runs out in tears. It's like, oh no. Just don't do it, dude. It's not worth it. Honestly. Oh it's it's just not a good idea all around for the idea that he put it into Spider-Man and then she just left him and started banging his brother. <laughs> Get wrecked, dude. Uh, I think he did get a free copy of Spider-Man, though, so it's all right, isn't it? And one thing I didn't actually mention, though, is what are you drinking today, Lucas? Because I got really drunk yesterday, so I'm having a cup of tea. Or I've had a cup of tea. <laughs> I love that every time you're like, oh, yeah, we'll have a drink, and then I'm there with a drink, and you're like, I'm having a cup of tea. What are you drinking, then? But I am drinking apple juice with a little bit of Honey Jack Daniels. Well, now I feel bad, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to go... Fa- I think I've got a can of Coke in the fridge. I'll get that, and I'll put a little bit of whiskey in it, so I'm like, you know... Mix it up. So I'll be back in a sec. Quick riff. Yeah, we'll do a little segue. We'll, uh, you can either segue or you can riff. Yeah. I know. I'm not riffing, Carl. I'm just going to put a little segue. So, so we're back, Lucas, and you've you've guilted me now. I feel bad because I, it's a fair point that every one of these videos, <laughs> because I've, I've obviously I've, I've cut down on my drinking a little bit. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. Like, and you've said, oh, but you've drank in every video and I haven't. So I've now got, I've got my Dragon Ball Z glass with freezer on the front. Oh, a bit yeah. Diet lemonade. Diet, always cut down your sugar, folks. Sugar's terrible for you. With some of my Hague Clubman whiskey. Oh, no. Which is apparently a whiskey specifically formulated for mixer before anyone yells at me. And they, spe- <laughs> they specifically formulate it. Because you get that person telling you you're meant to drink it straight. Yeah, you're ruining this bourbon. Like They specifically make this one for nightclubs to put in like Coca-Cola and lemonade and that sort of thing. Well, so I've enough. got a little bit of that because I've already been to the gym today and I don't feel like <laughs> so and I'm going out tonight. But well, I love is, how, uh, you just like, oh, you can riff if you want, Lucas. But the thing is, Carl, you're actually the one who's meant to be like the improviser. I'm here to riff off you. This is Carl's oh, okay. corner after all. Fair enough, yeah. Well, that's the thing because I was going to like try and differentiate between like, you know, the new format we're doing now, which is just chatting shit, and the more structured one. Oh, and I was going to yeah. call, call it like Carl's corner classic. But I thought, oh, that's a, that sets a bad precedent. Like, that's, an, that's an acronym I don't need. Nope. It's a joke I'm not going to stop making because it's too funny. Because, it's the, because everyone else keeps making the joke and it's my fucking channel. <laughs> so you know what, so, Cole? Put your stamp of authority on it now. <laughs> to differentiate between the older ones. But yeah, um, I, so I don't feel that bad about having a little drinky poo. Because oh no, you've been the basically, fine. after today, um, or the, today anyway, after we've recorded this podcast, like this computer's getting turned off and I'm sitting down and I'm turning my Xbox on, and I'm not turning my laptop on, I'm not looking at my phone. Do you know why? Because we're recording this, folks, on the 26th, end game day. 
Oh god, yeah. Fuck. The end game is out, and I'm going to watch it tomorrow. I'm sure you've oh, got one enough. as well. Yeah, I've already right, seen yeah. it myself, so, but all I'll say is go watch it. No, it's like don't no no spoilers. Yeah, no 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 spoilers at all. I despise even the people who think they're clever and making little hints. I hate that stuff so badly. Yeah. And obviously, I'm so worried that the memes will stack. So obviously, with Infinity War, it's been out a year now. Like, that I while I did chuckle at all the like you know that I don't feel so good. Mm-hmm. Like memes, I was still like, that is a f- dick move to post it publicly on Twitter. Oh god, yeah. Like, especially retweet. when I saw it. I mean, I watched Infinity War straight away, but I was seeing that days after it came out. Yeah, and it's really, really frustrating. And so, people are like, no oh, spoilers in this one. Nobody knows what that means if they haven't seen it yet, and it's like, no. Oh. But the thing is, it wouldn't. I don't think it'd be as bad if that wasn't like literally one of the last shots in the entire film. It was like a beginning bit where there yeah, was yeah, like but he's right at the end. Anyway, we won't get into that one, anymore. But yeah, but I was wanting to like set the tone. Like that, it is end game day today, and I've got a friend of mine who's out in China where they got it two days early. Mm-hmm. And my friend who's in China got it two days early, and he basically told me this, and I was like, "Dude, that's awesome!" And he's like, "Yeah, I'm going to talk to you about it." Like, no, you're fucking not. <laughs> no, he's, no, he's like, "Carl, I am." You're the only person I know who likes like these movies as much as me. Like people in China, they want to go see it. It's going to be a big hit over there. But it's like I can't talk to anyone about it. Well, they haven't got a lot um, of the films in the past and stuff like that, have they? And no, it was. We could talk about that and stuff. But I need to tell you like what this dude sent me because he was like, "I'm going to spoil it for you, Carl." I'm like, no, you fucking. Like, oh, in a joking way. He was like, "Carl, I'm going to do it." It's like, no, you fucking not. No. And then what he did is he sent me two messages that I think have got me more hyped for this movie than any of the trailers or marketing material. And it's simply. He sent me a picture message, mm. which is just Marvel Studios, obviously shot in a cinema, yeah, and yeah. there's some Chinese writing at the bottom. And I just sent back, mate, as in like, yo, mate, don't. And then two hours later, exactly two hours later, he just sent a single text that says the words, holy shit. <laughs> Bear in mind, folks, this is a three hour long film. Yep. So I was like, what happens two hours in? What the fuck? And then, and then he sent me another one. He tried to call me. In the middle of the film. Oh my god. <laughs> he tried to avoid like, And I just said, like, Adam, no. He's like, Carl, we need to talk. Like, no, we don't. No. Like, after the film had ended. And then there's for the next, like, three. And he's got, like, he sent me voice messages. And I've not played them yet because I don't know what they are. Oh, even god. though one of them is five seconds long. <laughs> so I said, do you know what? Let's do it. Like, I'm. But there is one that he sent that I listened to. So I'm going to play this one now. Because this isn't a spoiler, but this is one I listened to. And I stopped listening to the one after this. I was so oh, okay. worried. And it is... Carl, we need to talk. <laughs> it's serious. That's it. Literally, that's it. Carl, we need to talk. It's serious. And then <laughs> he proceeded to send me like two minute long conversation. I'm like, I can't click. If I listen no, to this... No. this is- I'm just that I idea can almost of, guarantee that when you listen to those after you've seen Endgame, it's just going to be spoilers. Yeah, but just that thing of, like, it's just one picture, it's just the start of the film, two hours into it, just the words, holy shit. It's like, what happens two hours in? I, There's another hour of the I film. I think left. you need to stop asking, Cole, because I, I <laughs> want to just say, and I can't do it to you. I can't do it to the listeners. Yeah, it's so bad. So, I am going, like, I am going to be a hermit for the next... Basically, I think we've got to watch it first thing tomorrow morning, because I know as well, because I've, like, obviously, I've got enough of a Twitter following mm. that, and I've... That someone, somewhere, just to be a dick, will spoil it for me. Oh, God, yeah. Just just to be that guy yeah, who yeah. does it. You know what? It'll be in the comments that you've just removed from your video. 
We can talk about that as well in a bit because obviously we haven't discussed our weeks yet, but I am so worried that it's going to happen to me because like, I think we've, I've talked about it at length before, but it's like, this is our generation's I am your father moment. Oh yeah. yeah. This is, if you do not witness this event live, if you miss it, I, you, there will never be another this moment like this in the, like the realm of film for another 30, 40 years. Right? So in my lifetime, when I'm like, you know, interested in film, mm-hmm. right, I'm, I want, I will, this moment, I'm not going to get back. I've got one no. chance. I've, this is the one moment I can have to share this moment with the entire world and experience it live completely clean without spoilers. Mm-hmm. Because there's not going to be another one. It's like this. We're never going to have like I, mean, an I am your father moment. Yeah, right? no doubt we will get like another ten years of Marvel movies where like and there'll be another big, another film, big yeah. thing. And yeah, but I feel like this is just different. Like we've had the Avengers, we got Age of Ultron, but these two films are just oh, they're just a different, it, a different. It's league. unprecedented because yeah. nobody knows like the amount of secrecy they've gone to mm-hmm. to keep this matter. I think we've discussed it in a video, but like. Have you heard what they do to make sure these things don't get spoiled? I mean, I've heard little, like, snippets, but not particularly, no. Whether they have separate versions of the script, like, they write entire scripts that they will not use, that they keep in the same, like, under the same level of security as the actual script for the film, and nobody knows, except obviously, like, three higher-ups at Disney, Mm -hmm. which is the real script. And actors go in, and they read multiple scripts... And they don't know which one's the real one. And I'm they not sure multiple. whether this is a joke or not, but Tom Holland said that he only got given his lines and nothing else. No, they yeah, that's the thing, yeah. They only give they only give the, the lines for certain actors into some things. Like, I think Tom Holland said, uh, because some of his scenes were CGI, mm. a lot of his scenes basically, like they were telling him, like, just do this, but they wouldn't tell him what, what the context with. is or anything. So, yeah, yeah. Cause, like, so you have to... I mean, he's not exactly tight-lipped about these things, or hasn't been in the past. Yeah, well, it's, it's part of his like a persona now, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, public-facing one at least. And it's but yeah, they have entire scripts written that could be like that could realistically be made into a movie that they write, pay someone to write, and then put under security just in case someone steals it. They film entire fake scenes. Man, so if that's people crazy. like Joseph, pa- if paparazzi see them, and they have like characters walk around in costume yeah, in yeah. random parts of the world, like they'll fly like Chris Evans out somewhere, make him wear the Iron Man, like, the Captain America outfit. I mean, I do want to see Chris Evans in the <laughs> Iron Man outfit. <laughs> in the Iron Man armor. but they'll, they'll make him walk around with a camera crew, so like paparazzi will get photos of it, and then people start to, like think, okay, what's what does this scene mean? What's what the yeah, filming? Yeah. When it's not Stop making important. theories and stuff around fake bits. You know what I want to see? I want to see, like, just on the fucking Blu-ray that comes out, it's not just, like, a deleted scene. It is just five different versions of the movie that they've faked. I won't be surprised if there is. But what, I think one of my favourite things that they ever did, so this is spoilers for, like, a two-year-old movie at this point, but if you're interested in Endgame, you'll have seen it. Now, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, like, the death of Yondu. Oh, yeah, yeah. Obviously, when they were doing... They were filming Infinity War while Guardians of the Galaxy 2... Um, was being filmed and when so what they did is they got Michael Rooker who plays Yondu they brought him in to the set of Infinity War and paid him like basically a week's wages to walk around the set wearing a hat with the words Infinity War on it and told him to just take selfies and post them on Instagram so people <laughs> thought so people thought he was in the movie oh, that's so they amazing. wouldn't expect him so obviously his death in Guardians of the Galaxy wouldn't be spoiled yeah yeah of course. if you look at the casting for that movie and you're seeing oh well Michael Rooker's not listening to this movie, he's not going to make it out of Guardians yeah, of the Galaxy. Yeah. 
Oh, so, that's, so that's clever. That amazing. And like even stuff like taking um, the trailers and like manipulating the trailers so you don't see the correct things and it's like um, oh, yeah, in Infinity War again like spoilers for a now year old movie if you haven't seen it. Yeah. But the rule um, is it's six months. Yeah, I mean it's like I think we're past that. that yeah, yeah, yeah. It's but, six, um, months. six months. Anyone who cares will have seen it by then. Anyone yeah. who hasn't, it's on you. Um, if you really yeah. cared? So in Infinity War. They show the Battle of Wakanda in the trailer, and the yeah, Hulk is they just there in the background. Fake CG. <laughs> fake CG. Fake CG of Hulk. <laughs> they put Hulk in a scene, which would have cost them quite a bit of money. They put Hulk in that scene just for the trailer so everyone gets faked out that he's not it. Exactly, yeah. and I think they did the same thing in Homecoming. The shot of Iron Man flying with Spider-Man. Oh yeah, cool. In the background, yeah, yeah. that was an entirely CG shot that was never intended to be in the film. Yeah, and they just filmed. They made it with a computer. Like I said, "God wants to make it," and then put it in the trailer just because they needed a good shot to end on. Yeah, and it's not in the fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> and the idea of creating entire fake scenes, like sending people out in costume with camera crews to film fake scenes to throw people off the set, me. writing entirely fake scripts. That is Disney money right there, Carl. It's that's that's I me. Mean. That's what happens when you've got the mouse behind you. <laughs> There's other shows that have done it. I think um, like Game of Thrones is famous for it. I believe, yeah, like, they've shot quite a lot of like extra content for Game of Thrones and multiple endings and stuff, so people don't know how it all goes down. Yeah, and they've filled, and as well, I think there's um, stories from Kit Harrington where they dress him up in full costume and send him on on location and make him film an entire scene and then telling there was no film in the camera. He's just there because they knew there was paparazzi there that day. <laughs> and it's like, oh, oh man. they make go through the effort of getting all dressed up. And there's, I think, a great story from like I think early in the seasons, like early earlier when mm. like, um, like seasons one, two, and three when it was just starting to take off. Yeah. One of the, key people who stopped spoilers from leaking was Charles Dance because he was so terrifying that nobody wanted to piss him off because whenever anyone talked about spoilers he'd tell them he said no don't do it you're ruining the like the illusion of the TV you're ruining the illusion of the medium why would you do this for the fans so no one wanted to discuss spoilers because they were all so scared of Charles Dance (laughs) what a hero what an absolute hero which is brilliant and there's great interviews with him where people ask him about the books and he just cuts them off really curtly and just says, well, we're not talking about the books. I'm in a TV show. Oh, nice. Yeah, but you must have walked back your character in the books. Oh, well, I'm not playing a character in a book. Yeah, I'm you're not. A character in a you're TV not playing. Show. And like, especially now, like more so like seasons one, two and three, they are, but yeah, especially now they're like, you know, past the books and they've apparently really shot off from where the books have all been written and things like that. So you're not well, even the playing ending the same will be The, the ending will be the point. same, apparently. But... <laughs> Oh, it's so good. And as well, before we move off from Game of Thrones, I've got to talk about my favourite, favourite spoiler thing. And that is the guy who played Hodor. I think it's Kristen Nairn, I think his name is. Yeah, something um, like that. What he would do is, obviously, he gets asked a lot. Like anyone who works in Game of Thrones, like, what happens to your character? Mm. And his, always, his answer would always be, Hodor. <laughs> like, he'd tell the fan, like, can you keep a secret? Yeah, Hodor. <laughs> and then oh, just walk great. off. Oh, because people don't know what he's, like, his character can only say the word Hodor. Like, he's, he, that's the only word. Yeah, yeah, And I thought, that's fucking brilliant. What a way to troll people. That is like, such a good way to get around it. It was like, you must have, obviously, I'm assuming you watch a lot of the, like, interviews with, um, like, Game of Thrones cast and Avengers cast. How annoyed do you get when you see, like, late night TV hosts and stuff like that needling them to try and spoil the film? <clears throat> Yeah, I Just, really hate that I get shit. so like, pissed off when I see like James Corden saying, tell us something about the film. Yeah, it's like, no, I don't no. want to know. That ruins everything. It's just how I don't like people making stupid tweets that 
refer to a scene that they don't think I'm going to understand. I don't want somebody on a talk show host to fucking go out and talk about spoilers. Yeah, the only good one I've ever seen, and I forget which guy, I think it might have been, but it was like one of, it was Fallon or Kimmel, mm. where they said, we want you to reveal a spoiler, but without context. Like a mundane spoiler. And I think my favourite one was um, Don Cheadle just says, well, at one point in Infinity War, I have a conference call. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, that's an amazing... That's he spoils nothing. But he, but he does, doesn't he? Yeah, His yeah. character does go on a yeah, conference yeah. call. He's I like, like that. That should be how all the spoilers are. Just tell us something mundane your character does that's going to make us go, wait, how does that happen? I would love it. I'd like, just like, ask Robert Downey Jr. And it's just like, well, at one point I put on the Iron Man suit. Yeah, some shit like that. It's so dumb. But the only like acceptable spoiler I think I've ever heard was Kit Harrington mm. when he got I think got pulled over for like um, speeding. Yeah. And the policeman said, I'll let you off if you tell me if your character's in alive in the next season. <laughs> and Kit Harrington went the the interview asked him, I said, Did you tell him? He went, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking he just, right. he, just leaned, he just leaned out his window and went, Officer and yeah, went, I'm in the next one. He went, Alright, on your way, sir. <laughs> what a fucking hero. I'm not sure who I'm more impressed by, the Kit Harrington or the cop in that scenario. I should clarify as well, he wasn't like speeding in a school zone. He was just driving down like an empty motorway. Oh, that's a bit disappointing. I thought he'd be swerving for the kids. No, he wasn't like drunk driving in the middle of London (laughs) or something like that. He was just happens going quite fast on a motorway and a police officer happened to see him like one. Stop being a dick, Cam. It'd be the kind of thing where the police officer, like if you wanted to be a dick... Could take you, but most of the time it's like, don't drive like an arsehole. Yeah, yeah. But just, the idea that he got away with it's like, are you in the next season? Yeah. All right, and on your way, sir. Go on then. Just none of that. <laughs> so I think that brings us like round, in a roundabout way to what have you been doing with your week? Other than obviously getting his computer sorted. So yeah, just been like in work a bit and obviously watching Infinity War. Um, went to go see it. On oh, did you do the whole thing? The midnight launch. I didn't do like the double bill or anything like that. So we watched Infinity War, me and my girlfriend watched that on like Sunday. Um, oh, right. I had a friend who did the thing where they showed all six Avengers movies in a row. Or whatever it is, like all the Avengers movies oh, in a row. Oh, like the four like, inf- Avengers, Age yeah. of Ultron, Infinity War, yeah. Yeah, up to Infinity War. And then it, it, as Infinity War finishes, just as the credits start, they tiny it so it's exactly midnight. Mm, yeah, yeah. So at exactly midnight, at the, as, as soon as the credits fade out, it says the Avengers will return. In Endgame, Endgame starts. I mean, that's really cool. But I was sitting there in game for about three and a half hours, including all the trailers and stuff. With all the sitting yeah. in the and seat, then the, you got to sit through the credits and sitting through the credits and whatnot. And man, like my legs didn't work properly after that. And like <laughs> I'm all for doing these crazy marathons and all this, but I want to do it like in the comfort of my own home or somebody else's or something. Yeah, it's the kind of thing where I probably will get that because they're going to release like the cube. The Blu-ray cube. Oh god, here's yeah, every, yeah. Here's I mean, every movie in the series the, in, with all the extra shit. There was one really cool one for Avengers original, and then as soon as I saw that, it was like a okay. Then well, I'm never buying any of these until like the fucking all of them are, all of them are done. But I think Endgame I'm is never, like <laughs> a good point where we're what like twenty three, four, five movies in and now. It, yeah. So it's, it's like it's going to be like a chest with the Infinity War, uh, the Infinity Stones, in or something crazy. Yeah, and it's that thing where I think it is called the Infinity Saga, isn't it? So it's its own distinct I'm thing. I'm not sure. So I never saw the. But I think that's what it's, like. it's called, the Infinity Saga. Mm-hmm. And obviously, it's start of phase four, it's start of a new saga. But nothing cracks me up more than the idea of like Game of Thrones as an example. I think I remember seeing like a season three box set that had one, two, and three in it. I went, 
Well, this it's okay if you want to watch the thing, but as soon as season four comes out, this is now useless. Oh, you got to buy season four, yeah. and it doesn't match. So and that might not bother some people. That's that would. one thing that's really going to bother me is as a Christmas present, I got my girlfriend Game of Thrones, <laughs> the book so far in a big set. And yeah. I wasn't originally going to do it, but it was on offer from like ninety pounds or something down to about twenty. So I was like, right, yeah, that's what, a bargain. What a nice she's really wanted Come to like read the book. Spe- spend twenty quid on my girlfriend. Yeah, and um, you have I, bought more, me. I bought more. I bought more She's not worth present. ten pence. Oh, ninety pounds. Surely that's in, surely no. Surely no amount of money is worth. Oh, so surely no amount of money like is like. Surely there's not an amount of money that you wouldn't spend to make your girlfriend happy, my friend. Oh yeah, exactly. But <laughs> it's gonna be well, you know what? really annoying and she she feels the same way of like we've got like books one to seven in a nice boxed up set now. And, and then there's like last two book. more books that come out. Yeah. And it's just gonna the be. The thing like, is though, then those books aren't coming out. I mean they might in a no, like, mate, those, they are not coming out. Have you heard how George R. R. Martin writes? And he's also involved in like ten other projects at the time now. Yeah, I, I think he it's like Tolkien. I think he used to eat uh, Tolkien tight with two fingers. Oh god! I think George R. R. Martin did something similar on a forty-year-old computer. And he doesn't like, doesn't he like I've heard rumors and shit that he lost goes over and over and over the same things that he's written. Yeah, and he has to call up someone who runs the Game of Thrones wiki to um, get them to remind him of what characters did. Oh my god. Well, because obviously, and people have heard, they, they hear that and go, well, that's, why doesn't he know he wrote the books? And the, his point is, yeah, I wrote the books, the universe exists in my head, I create the characters, but I've not read the books. I read them through once when I was writing them. Yeah. My fans have read them through multiple times. Like, I created the universe, they live in it. My favourite thing is, is that, um, stuff like that when, for example, um, Akira Toriyama is quite famous for just forgetting things that he's done in Dragon Ball. Oh yeah, he forgot about Goten. Yeah, like, and he forgets about Goten. He forgot about um, Launch, who was like a pretty vital character in the original Dragon Ball saga. And just like, it's like characters um, just go missing or things just get sidelined. And it's just like, oh, Akira, why why did this go nowhere? Oh, well, I forgot about that. Oh yeah, my favourite <laughs> one thing. is that the reason Goku went Super Saiyan is because apparently like, the guy who drew his hair got pissed off. Because like, he got really annoyed that he had to colour in his hair oh, yeah. solid white <laughs> in every panel. So he, he made him Super Saiyan, so his hair's white. And then the tail as well was the same thing. Oh yeah, he and just the guy like, would... stopped animating the tail at some point. Yeah, he, 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 I think it was he forgot to draw it or something like that. And people were noticing, he went, oh fuck it, just take it off, so yeah. he fell off. It's just, <laughs> oh these are meant to regrow. Nah, nah, it's fine. Just get rid of that. I love that. And I th- the best thing is though, do you know why George R. R. Martin writes on a 40 year old computer? Go on. It's because, obviously, he makes up a lot of words when he's typing. Mm. Obviously, like Lannisters and various names and all the bullshit stuff he makes up. And he said that, I hated when I write on a modern machine. And I wrote in, like, Daenerys. Yeah. And then like, I've got a little red squiggle under oh, the word saying God, it's not yeah. a real word. And he goes, but it is a real word. It's my word. Yeah. <laughs> so he writes on an old computer specifically because he I hates mean, getting like, spell-checked. <laughs> I, I do all, like, any script writing I've ever done for, like, articles and videos that I'm making now and stuff. And any time I put in a reference from a game. So, like, I'm writing about uh, Destiny at the moment for my next video, and it's just, like, all these random Destiny lore words, like, <laughs> Hamkarar and all this, and it's just red fucking lines everywhere. It just pisses me but off. No, so it's, it's a real word. It's a real word. When I imagine that, and it's, like, it's a manuscript, like, the thickness of, like, a Game of Thrones book. Oh, God. You can see why it'd be pissed it off. It pisses me off on about two pages of a Word document. <laughs> 
oh man, it's like those books are not coming out. It's going to be amazing to think that the full like they're going to because obviously when the Game of Thrones finishes, they're going to release like a box set of the books with a, D, a DVD on the back of it. Oh god, <laughs> the DVDs, the canon ending. Yeah. Oh, can you imagine though? What a swerve that'd be. Yeah. It's like George R. R. <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. The books suck. Fuck. I've got enough royalties to live on for the rest of my fucking life. Yeah. The the DVDs are like the the TV show is canon. And they had to start including like DVDs at the end. Oh god, that would be horrendous. I mean, you know what? At that point, he's as you say, he's made his money. He could do it, but it, I, oh, think I think people would hunt him down at this point. He don't get a fuck. He's like he's got enough money to live for the rest he of does. his life. He, but he, he does. doesn't. I just love it if he just stopped caring. Went fuck it. The TV show's canon now. But I do find it really funny because, like, obviously he does take an extraordinary amount of time to write his books. But if, like, you look at interviews with him and stuff, he gets so offended by the fact he's, like, in his 50s and everyone's like, he's going to die before he can write one more book. <laughs> I would, the thing is, though, if I was him, I wouldn't write it on spite at that point. <laughs> it's the thing of, like, I would, every time I got a comment from someone who said, like, oh, when's the next book coming out? I would mark on my calendar another day I'm not going to write it. It's just like, I imagine that when he does eventually pass away in however long it is, he's just recorded a video of, you know what, guys, fuck you. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because apparently he's got a vault, hasn't he? Where it's like, oh, the ending to the book is in the vault, and he's let like the writers of Game of Thrones see it so they can like follow him. Oh, all right, yeah, yeah. Um, if, but I would love it if someone found that after he died. He just says, fuck you, in it. <laughs> So it's LOL. It's blank. It's a blank piece of paper. It's just like a picture of a middle. And then you know it, they'd go online and just be like, "What does this mean?" Or if his handwriting was so bad, no one could read it. <laughs> like doctor's handwriting. Oh god, no! Oh. Never bring up doctor's handwriting. It was so good. It's the idea that because he's got prime position to just like troll an entire generation. Yeah. At this point, he really he does. get away with it. He just has so much power at his fingertips at this point. <laughs> Okay, so what else have we up to then? We went off on one. We did, yeah. about George R. R. Martin. I actually, uh, <laughs> with getting a PC, um, I was working off like a crappy laptop and things like oh, this. Man. So I decided, you know, get my Steam on the go again and picked up a little game that's like in early access that people are kind of picking up on. It's getting quite popular at the moment. Okay. It's, uh, it's called... It's not Apex Legends or something. It's not Apex like Legend. It. It's okay. um, Totally Accurate Battle Simulator. Also oh, known as Tabs. Okay. It's basically you. It's really basic at the moment, but you just have troops on two sides of a battlefield, and it's all like from different time periods. So you've got like medieval, you've got some like Vikings in there, and uh, oh, I think I've seen something similar. Stuff. What was that? Oh, the app is the animal one. Or is the animal battle simulator? Oh no, no, this is something different. You've got like proper okay. troops and stuff. Um, and you've got some silly ones in there, like you've got Zeus and you've got a mammoth and stuff. But um, all you do is you place them on the battlefield and it's just like a broken, stupid, floppy physics simulator. Yeah, I think I have seen it. they all the just like mash into version. each other. Yeah, it's the animal version of it. And I think I remember seeing like a trailer for it. It's like, oh, let's put one T-Rex versus 40 pigs with miniguns. Oh god! It's like who can defeat the T Rex? <laughs> it's just this big rubber floppy T Rex, um, just like break break dancing across the battlefield. It's just these pigs with mini guns just <laughs> rotate. So like I did what um, last night. I was just like messing around with it, and it was um, so I was just doing it with a mammoth on one side, 
and there's <laughs> little guys called halflings, which are basically unarmed hobbits, and they just like this... jump at people and try and punch them. And I was just like, you know what? How many fucking halflings does it take to get a mammoth down? And I put so many halflings down that my PC was just like, no, no, and they still couldn't <laughs> take down the mammoth. Just this You've got fucking P- swarm of like 80 little hobbits just charging at a mammoth. You've got a PC like crashing amount of hobbits and they still can't take out just one mammoth. <laughs> one angry mammoth. Oh man. Yeah, I love all shit like that. It reminds me though of um, like the bullshit I used to do in like um, RTSs. I think Lord of the Rings ones are um, one I used to love dicking around on. Mm. And just saying, okay, make an army of one unit type and see what they can do. Yeah. Just to see, like, obviously, there's always like the rock, paper, scissors thing of like, oh, this unit's good against this unit, but it doesn't matter how much more effective one unit is yeah. if you've just got 12,000 of them. <laughs> so I used to sort of making an army of nothing but archers. <laughs> because it doesn't matter if they've got something that's more effective against archers, because I have so many, yeah. and the, and the people, the archers at the back are going to level up and get stronger. <laughs> And the idea of just getting my like, archers was super strong. So I think there's something similar in Halo Wars once, which I love. Mm. And I remember just like basically creating just an army of snipers, which can only attack like ground units. But then my friends, like one built an army of nothing but tanks, and the other one built an army of nothing but air. <laughs> and there was no, there was no point in building infantry. Yeah, because if you because they've got the longest sight line, and basically I put my entire army outside one guy's base. <laughs> <laughs> and the moment something spawns, like his hero unit, oh, just like, like a oh, spot hero- marches out, and it's just nope. Yeah, forty sniper rounds at once <laughs> hit him at pin, hit him in the middle of the head, gone. Oh. And obviously, at that point, well, okay, they'll send over other things, but how do you send over? Like, obviously, you send vehicles over, but then like um, basically a blob of just like air support comes in. <laughs> But I love the idea of single unit mass yeah. armies, especially if it's a really specific unit. I think I love doing it in that game when you get the grunts oh, and God. you build an army of nothing but grunts. Are they all just like the because, suicide bombers as well? No, no, people do that, but I like building regular bog standard grunts because their special ability is to throw grenades. Oh, right, if you've yeah, got yeah. a big enough army of grunts and you tell them all to throw their grenades at the same time, that's that will destroy a base. Oh God. And no one expects you to do it either. Like <laughs> no one expects just a mass army of grunts. <laughs> just a single. Just a, they see it on the map, though. They just see this like this swarm. It's like I a imagine slow just cut. looking at the edge of your like fog of war on the mini map, and just like the cloud of grunts appear. <laughs> it's just as well. It's like when you get artillery, and there's just nothing more demoralizing than when. Oh, you see that, but you're sending the, like, the sacrificial unit to uncover the base. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the, their entire army's there, but they don't realise I've got 20 artillery things on the hill directly <laughs> behind them. And now that I can see their base, just like 40 fucking artillery shells land at once. It's great. <laughs> I love all shit like that in games. Oh, it's, it's so good. Okay. So, anything else you've been up to then? Or is it just like dicking around by just sending halflings to punch this man? I mean, for the most part, I've downloaded a few other games and like just messed about with stuff and seen how my PC runs. But, I mean, apart from, you know, an early access game which can just crash anything at this point, <laughs> um, it runs pretty well and I'm pretty happy with it. It's nice to, like, have something that isn't just a piece of shit that even when I, like, load up Audacity, it struggles for 10 minutes. Oh, yeah. I've seen, like, have you ever had, like, the laptop that you feel like you might need to put it down? Yeah. You, like, you, phys- you can hear the laptop struggle. Yeah. Like you can like when you load up like a word document and that it sounds and it's just like, like it's uh, automatic. Uh, 
And you just feel like picking the laptop up and going, shh. Yeah. And just like slowly just sliding it into like a shredder or something. I mean, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm not putting it in a shredder, but it's definitely on death's doorstep. And the worst part was the the power cable was had a bit of an issue with it. So if you move the laptop slightly with the power cable oh, in, it could just shut off. shit. Just gone. Fuck that. Yeah, just fuck that shit. Okay, so that's it. So, what have you been up I'm to anyway, Carl? Anything I'm interesting? I'm going to use that as jumping off point for mine because I've been playing a new game. Well, not a new game, but a new game for me, and that is Star Wars Battlefront 2, which was on sale on Xbox for £6. And I will say that on sale is about the price that game is worth. <laughs> because um, there's a, there was a controversy about it when it came out, but people might not be familiar. And basically, Star Wars Battlefront 2 is infamous in the spheres of video gaming and technology. For just like the just the sheer just amount of like just I think what's the word now? It's like not disrespect, but just the uh, the complete like disregard for the fan base. Yeah, like, yeah, just the, the like, absolute greed that game was taken over by was insane. Just, just yeah, on display, just naked. Yeah, like, it was it wasn't even trying to be hidden. Greedy. I remember, for example, um, so obviously you've got like the hero troops in the game, and. When the game originally came out, you had all of your heroes, you know, your favourites like Luke Skywalker, Darth Vader and stuff, and you could unlock yeah, each there. one with a certain amount of credits. I believe yes. if you beat the campaign, you got like one free. But after that, somebody figured out that on average, you would have to grind about 40 hours to unlock one. One. Yeah, to unlock one out character. Out of, I think, about 20 of the heroes. All those favourites. I'm going to bring up the quote you're talking about. hours for each one. Yeah, so I want to bring up the quote now, because this is an amazing one. All right, Reddit quote. Because um, a person on Reddit rightfully got annoyed about the fact that I'm paying 60 fucking dollars Mm -hmm. for this, like, you know, video game, and I have to play for 40 hours to play as Darth Vader? (laughs) What the fuck? And I, oh no, here's the the thing, right? uh, Seriously, I paid $80 to have Vader locked. That's the last thing. Yeah. And someone from EA, the publisher of the game, released the following quote. And it's like, it's oh. it's just, you can feel like the, the corporate smugness, the smarmy corporate the guy context rubbing his dick. As well, this is, this quickly became the most downvoted thing on Reddit of all time. Oh, we can talk about that in a second, yeah. But yeah. Right, right, so here's the quote from EA Smith about a guy saying, like, quite right, a rightful and accurate criticism of the game that I have to pay money. So that's what we should point out. You could grind for 40 hours to unlock Darth Vader Mm -hmm. or pay money and get the credits to instantly unlock it. It's like, the intent is to provide players with a sense of pride and accomplishment for unlocking different heroes. As for cost, we selected initial values based upon data from the open beta and other adjustments made to milestone rewards before launch. Among other things, we're looking at average per player credit earn rates on a daily basis and we'll be making constant adjustments to ensure that players have challenges that are compelling, rewarding and, of course, attainable via regular gameplay. We appreciate the candid feedback and the passion the community has put forth around the current topics here on Reddit, our forums and across numerous social media accounts. Our team will continue to make the game, make changes and monitor community feedback and update as soon as soon and as often as we can. And that singular comment is not... The rest of the latter part of the comment is completely irrelevant. It is that first sentence of a sense of pride yep. and accomplishment. Totally. In a video game where it's very clear that the only intent is to squeeze as much money out of you as possible. We'll talk about that in a second, but 
For context, this is the singular most downvoted comment in the history mm-hmm. of Reddit with minus 668,000 um, di- oh, with like basically what amounts to dislikes. Yeah, you can yeah. say a lot of people did that just when it became the most disliked post ever. People disliked it just to, you know to join in. Yeah, and, for and context, not just to join in, but also to send a message to EA, I think. Yeah, but like the fuck you. But for context, the... Uh, the second most disliked comment has about like 25,000 downvotes. And that was a guy who literally posted saying, let's get this post to be the most downvoted post on the <laughs> So a guy literally asking, make this, dislike this on, downvote it on purpose, got a fraction <laughs> of what EA got. And this was like, this was such big news. It was covered on the BBC. Mm-hmm. And obviously, the, it's amusing in itself. It's the most downvoted comment ever. But like, obviously, that opened up the wider conversation about but why is this video game about Star Wars so controversial people obviously like the BBC mm-hmm. don't give a fuck about that so they did a dig and went oh it's a video game what you pay full price for and then every other cool thing in the game is locked behind some kind of paywall um, and they've adjusted yeah. it all now but when the game first came out like obviously you've got your you've got your money you've got like your your mini buys mm-hmm. the thing like the fuck you give us money and every single aspect of that game was designed to drive you into like the ecosystem of either you can sit here and struggle or pay us money. And yeah, that's always thing- the thing they hide behind in these scenarios. Is They do it with a lot of games. Um, another one I've been told about is Street Fighter Five is quite egregious with this, is, oh, but you can unlock everything through gameplay. But that doesn't mean it's going to be fun, and it doesn't mean it's going to be exactly. obtainable. And the thing that we should point out is... Um, when the game first came out, and it's the form, like the version of the game that EA were happy to put their name on release, like for the consumers, mm-hmm. is where every all the cool shit was behind, like credits. And you had to pay credits, and you would get like five, ten credits per game. Yeah, and that stuff costs like, for example, twenty. I'm you pulling examples out of the air, but think of it: you get like basically, like, you get five, but the, to buy it, like Darth Vader, you need like twelve thousand. Yeah, and the obvious thing, but you can obviously buy packs of like forty thousand credits, and obviously buy whatever foot you want. Mm-hmm. As if that wasn't bad enough, every character in the game and every class of characters you can play as has something called star cards. Oh god, yeah. This and is what bad. these do is these provide either boosts or passive, just like bit like boost, like passive boosts to your character or like upgrades to your equipment would, or different moves. Yeah, like a lot of things where I know the a really bad one was like Boba Fett, I believe, was like. While you're in the air, you take less damage. You take but take less damage. Yes. There were cards when you upgraded it for long enough periods, or unlocked enough cards, or however the system worked, where you basically become invincible as long as you're in the air. Yeah, and he's was, got a fucking yeah, jetpack. Yeah, it was reduce. It was something like reduce the damage you take while in the air by some ridiculous. I think when you upgraded it fully, it's like 90 percent. Oh god! So then you had a but it, all these cards stacked with other cards. You yeah. get a card like reduce the recharge time of your jetpack ability by this many percent. And then, just because fuck you, also decrease like the um, the recharge time and increase the power of your wrist blaster. Mm-hmm. So you could basically fly around as like virtually invincible to most like forms of damage while firing like a significantly oh, more powerful weapon than every other player in the game has. And that is and the all- version of the game, as you say, that they took people's money for. And yeah, then took and- more money to... Mm-hmm. Get you to unlock everything. Yeah, yeah, because to unlock these cards, you didn't earn them through gameplay. You got them in random loot boxes. 
And these boxes, like, you could, like, so you could open a box and randomly say, oh, here's a legendary Boba Fett card, like that one that makes you take no damage mm-hmm. in the air. Or you could get, here's 500 credits. Here's an emo. Yeah, here's, like, a thing that makes you Stormtrooper, like, your salute. Yeah. And obviously the idea there is if someone went into the game and paid, like, a couple hundred dollars, they could start the game out literally running around with, like, abilities regular players literally could never obtain. Mm-hmm. Like, And I think... They've changed it now so you earn it while playing. It's yeah, still bad, and you so earn it while playing and it's like upgrades through using characters and stuff like that. It's not all loot box based, it's all like only cosmetic stuff through loot boxes now, but the th- it's gone from the thing egregious is that, play to win to just egregious grindy cosmetics instead. Exactly, but here's the thing that makes me laugh though, because the game was so clearly designed around this stuff. Obviously, I'm coming into it like two years late at this point. Mm-hmm. I think I know it's been out a year, so I'm a year late to it now. So the people who are still playing have been playing the game for a year. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's like also, but it recently went on sales. So maybe there was a, a new influx of people playing. But I went into a game and I saw all this stuff. And it's like, it's, I'm like, you know what? Fuck it, I can't be asked. I got like my free complimentary like box that I opened. Yeah, yeah. Opened it up, got one thing. 500 credits. Oh, that's nice. And here's 60,000 complimentary credits to start the game. Okay, what can I buy? Oh, these and there's various boxes to unlock, like your different stormtroopers. Each box costs 60,000 credits. Oh, wow. <laughs> so so the, my reward for buying the game upon starting, like the, it, I think it was like the year, it, this is like the, I think it was like the, the year anniversary of the game reward for players for signing in yeah, yeah. is one is one loot box and I got in that box I think it was a emote for Captain Phasma <laughs> and a character I'll get to the point I'll get something else in a minute but an emote for Captain Phasma and a few skins to my stormtroopers I went firing off like fuck it let's just go into the game mm. fuck, pick one of my classes fuck it I'll be regular stormtrooper with my little blade last blaster gun yeah, yeah. my first two seconds in the game okay I'll spawn on my teammate I'll help him out I immediately get killed by Darth Vader oh god you know, I think you know what. That's fair enough. Darth Vader would fucking kill a regular <laughs> stormtrooper. But I noticed something under his name where he has all these abilities listed, like these little bonus things under the character's name. It says like, um, like um, embrace the dark side or something like yeah, that. Yeah, with like yeah. five pips underneath it. And I found out later on that basically how you get these upgrades is you level up the character and say if like say if you got a max level Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. You get all these different abilities. So the abilities we talked about with Boba Fett, yeah, yeah. like increase the power of this thing, increase the power of that thing. You could basically have that and you can upgrade it with the skill points you've got invested in the character. Yeah. The problem is, obviously, I'm going in as a basic bitch stormtrooper with my little pew-pew gun, literally a pew-pew gun, trying to fight fucking Darth Vader that now has more health and all his abilities do more damage, and it's been played by a guy who's basically lived in this game for the past year. Oh, God. I don't stand a fucking chance. No, no, you just and, don't. And he'll be there just yeah. all of the time. <laughs> the argument there is obviously, well, you're not going to beat Darth Vader. So, okay. The thing is, every character in the game, including regular stormtroopers, have these abilities. Yeah, so even when you're going one on one against another stormtrooper, they've a got regular, I can be against a, a regular stormtrooper. And for example, I can fight as my regular stormtrooper, you've got a grenade. So, okay, I'll throw my grenade. The thing is, though, I might be coming up against another Stormtrooper who's got a grenade that does more damage mm-hmm. and has a shorter cooldown, yeah. while also having the buff that means that when he gets a headshot, the heat on his weapon goes down, which means he can fire his weapon for longer without having oh to worry about God. overheating. But he also has an ability that lets him do more damage in melee, and if he gets a kill while he, in melee damage, he refills all of his oh. health. So if while I'm fighting him, he happens to melee one of my teammates to death, he gets full health mm. now, and I can't kill him. 
Not to mention that all of the guns you can get can also be upgraded, but not the gun you start with, only the guns you unlock for progressing your class. So this stormtrooper is also using a gun that does a higher has a higher rate of fire and damage than my gun with upgrades to it that increase is that means it's got less recoil, more accurate, and it has a scope on it so you can zoom in from further oh, away. Oh, just everything you're in saying addition, is just slowly killing the inside car. Yeah. yeah. In, and you think, okay, fair enough, but I can get all that stuff too. And so that's fair enough. Like the problem is, like, I've, yeah, I can upgrade my regular stormtrooper, but to upgrade, say, Darth Vader. I have to play as Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. The thing is, though, what do you think the people who've been playing the game for this long do as soon as they have the option? Because you have to earn a specific amount of like points in the game. Oh, right, okay, yeah. And you earn points by doing damage and getting kills. But who do you think is getting the most kills there, Lucas? I mean, obviously, is it the people, the people who have got no upgrades is it, Yeah, is it the people who've got like the better guns that do more damage? And some of the passive abilities oh, you can get just give, just give you extra points. Yes. So, I, so they're getting towards like the 6,000 point limit and they'll play Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. And do you think that anyone else on the battlefield is going to kill their Darth Vader nope. that takes less damage, does more damage and has like abilities that let him like fly around? No, I do not. So, I, so obviously I'm never going to get a chance to play as Darth Vader because as soon as someone on my team has the ability to pick him, they'll pick him and now it's one Darth Vader per yeah. match. You think, okay, maybe I'll play as one of the other six heroes. Oh no. When you get to the end of the, like towards the end of the match, there will be like six heroes aside running round, and you don't stand a fucking chance. Oh, fucking hell! Like, I remember I was playing the game just before we did this podcast, and I was like on the Death Star, and I'm a I'm a regular stormtrooper. Mm-hmm. No, I'm a regular. Yeah, I'm a regular stormtrooper. Just fight. I'm stood in the hallway, and on your when and the way they balance heroes is that they always have a little circle around them, so you always know where heroes are on your map. And I saw a circle. Coming down the hallway. Oh, no. So I set up, I put down like a little turret, I throw a flashbang grenade, mm. and I get my rifle and I'm ready. And I blind the person who runs around the corner but Yoda. <laughs> I'm just going to put it out there, Lucas. Have you ever tried quick scoping Yoda? Have you tried <laughs> quick scoping? Like, what does Yoda do in Star Wars? Is it 40,000 backflips? While like. <laughs> While dashing across like a hundred miles an hour, while also the game is glitching, so basically Yoda looks like he's just like instant transmission oh, across God. the battlefield towards me. Well, I've got to try and shoot him as he uses all of his abilities that I've got max upgrades on them and just kill any like regular player, such as myself, instantaneously. So basically, Carl, what you're saying is you just reenacted the opening to X Men Two where Nightcrawler's in the White House. <laughs> The thing is, right, just if it would have been any other hero, I might have stood a chance because I could have run away. But you're not running away from Yoda. No. And I remember, it's like pew pew pew. It's like I'm not gonna, I'm not going to land a shot on Yoda. I am not quick scoping <laughs> Yoda. This is not happening. And I, and I died. And what would crack me up is I spawned on my teammate who was playing as like Darth Vader. I went, if I'm near Darth Vader, I'll be safe. And who runs up but Luke Skywalker and Obi-Wan <laughs> Kenobi, who just run in, swinging lightsabers oh, no. around like jackasses. There's like people playing as like high-level stormtroopers just throw flashbangs at us. <laughs> and this is thing. So, oh, this is probably what it's like being a stormtrooper in the Star Wars universe. I get it. But at the same time, it's just really, it's a really flaccid feeling. Yeah. To have just like six... No fun. Like... Overpowered by design, character. but the fact they're more powerful. Like Darth Vader, just because I've got to think to play as Chewbacca. Yeah, and my bog standard Chewbacca was just cutting down like regular characters, like no problem. Mm. I went. I can't imagine how much better he's going to be when he's like taking less damage and his bowcaster is like basically firing just nuclear. Yeah, warheads. I can't imagine. Like these characters are designed to just rip apart 
any normal well, player, like, and, and as, as you say, as the base version. Like upgrading the regular stormtrooper, I can see why that'd be a thing. Like, but don't the things don't give like passive buffs are always the best thing you can do in mm-hmm. a video game. So the idea, I think one of the ones I've got on that I've unlocked, but I've not upgraded to its max level is when you play as this character, all characters in your vicinity are passively buffed. They all get their health back constantly while you're around, and you can upgrade that to level five. Mm-hmm. So if you've got one of them around you. You basically are constantly healing health. So if you've got like three of them, the effect stacks, yeah. and they can all just buff each other. So they all stand around. All and I think one of their other abilities, they heal quicker themselves. Oh god! So, and then also you can put a turret down. So it's like okay, so I'm just th- three people. If you got five, like an entire squad of those bastards, yep. they're all stood around healing each other with four turrets facing towards a doorway, throwing flashbangs through it. What do you it's do? Tactic, you can't <laughs> stop it. But. I just remember like, this, nothing sums it up better though than just like, oh yeah, I'm in. I'm playing the Storm through this game, super awesome. And just like Yoda glitching towards me, just swinging a lightsaber <laughs> around. I'm like, I'm dead. Or just watching like a Darth Vader on my team. And like, if you got, like, I played as, I think, in the practice mode, I played as like Kylo yeah. Ren. And I was like, you've got to do, you've got to walk forward, haven't you? You've got to walk slowly oh, God, towards yeah, yeah. the enemy and strangle them. But that's not the best way to play because obviously, if you're walking slowly, you can be shot. Mm-hmm. So every character, including Darth Vader, just has like a really dumb jump a and a dodge. So if you're, yeah, so a high level Darth Vader just looks like he's like a kid, like he's on a fishing line <laughs> that someone's dragging through a hallway. So you just look, oh wow, Darth Vader has entered the battlefield. The legendary like Lord of the Sith is here to help out stormtroopers, and he just turns up. And the second he spawns, he just does a four hundred foot jump in the air, <laughs> three backflips, and just teleports down a hallway. You know what? The thing you imagine is like the scene at the end of Rogue One where he's just intimidatingly yeah, strolling down and just ripping everyone apart. What you imagine is that, and I think a good way to have done it is like. You can be Darth Vader, but you're Darth Vader for like two minutes. Mm. And once you've been Darth Vader once, you can't be Darth Vader again. Like you're him for two minutes and he is exactly, and you can't be killed. Yeah. But you are super slow. You've got to yeah, walk yeah, like yeah. Darth Vader does everywhere. And that's and that's how you balance it. But no, instead, it's like, no, you can, if, once you've got him, if you can keep him alive, better as well, health in this game regenerates. Mm-hmm. So all you've got to do if you're like, oh, I'm Darth Vader, I'm getting hit, just jump back to your spawn, which is easy when Darth Vader can apparently just do, <laughs> do like, Anakin. Apparently, you never stopped being able to do the backflips he could as Anakin. You just never showed it in yeah, the film. Yeah, this giant jump fucking back to your... robot man can just do fucking multi-backflips. Just jump back to your team spawn and stand next to the character I just said who can like restore your health. <laughs> Wait five seconds. Oh, Darth Vader's at full health. See, I was, what, just... I was actually playing like the original Star Wars Battlefront 2, like I said, last time oh, we were so on the podcast. And, um, the way it works in that game is like you regen health every time you get a kill. Yeah. So you would... We can get that as well. You'd have no like, have bullshit as well. where you could stand next to the healing droids. So that was just for the normal people. But the thing was, it gives you such a buff that when you... It regens so much health. If you run through like a field of people and just decimate them all, by the time you your health die. actually runs out, you've got enough points to just fucking get the Jedi again. Yeah. It's the thing of... I wouldn't know how you balance it. And the only way I could think is just... I guess make it temporary and make so you can't have it over and over again because it's similar to like battlefield games where you've must have played like a game of battlefield where like one guy's like I'm playing in the tank. Yeah, yeah. The, and they never get out of the tank and you never get a chance to play. I am in the, the tank. jet guy. I will never get out yeah. of this jet. 
And if you get into a jet, you'll get immediately get shot down yeah. by other people in the jet because your jet doesn't have the upgrades. Because mm-hmm. I think one of the Battlefield games, um, the uh, flares, which let you like, avoid missiles, are an upgrade you get for the jet. But you've got to upgrade the jet by getting killed oh, with God. it. But you can't get kills with it because everyone else can dodge yeah. all your missiles. So as you get into a jet as a base level player, you get shot out of sky in 30 seconds. It is with any game, and obviously the more experienced players deserve to have a bit of an advantage, but... Yeah, it just gets to like a ridiculous this... point where, oh, you're meant to have an advantage, but all you can do is kill me and I can't kill you. Like... Yeah. Their advantage should be the skill and the time they've put into the character, mm. not just the fact that now they've just got a Yoda who's immune to headshots. Oh, God. <laughs> this is so good. I've never felt fear quite like Yoda fear. <laughs> it's, it's so t- because he's so small yeah. and so adorable. But it's like, as you were you know, you get like fucking people when you play old school Halo and it's like the skill in that was like your advantage was the skill knowing the map yeah. learning the map and learning where the, the power weapons spawn and stuff like that and you'd get the crazy snipers that would just be bunny hopping and cross sniping you yeah and I could I, and in some level I can see why a beginner player could be like that's unfair it's all no you've got exactly the same chance that they have to do this it's just they know the map yeah. better but in this game, it's so obvious that the other person has an advantage because when you're killed by them, you literally get a reminder of the things they've got that I don't. <laughs> like, it says underneath it, they're using this ability that I haven't unlocked yet because my Stormtrooper's not level 30, so I can't put down like a personal shield that protects me. Fuck. I mean, <laughs> you have a literal reminder. Wrong, and like, obviously, there are games that have done it well, like the original uh, Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare. Like... That game, I remember being quite low level and still being able to kill high-level characters. Yeah, I think Call of Duty did a really good thing where the only thing I could ever see as being potentially something that would give you an unfair advantage was some of the perks. Mm. So I think like some, yeah, of, the some of the perks were really good, better. but you could still work around them. Yeah, like sleight of hand when you could get pro version where you like you swap weapons faster is a good thing. Or when Scavenger Pro obviously was infamously and was broken. And Wizard Ghost where you like in, don't appear on enemy radar and stuff like that. Exactly, yeah. But in the very first one, I think the only thing that I felt was like may give you a distinct advantage as just like a starting as the, from the moment you start the mm. game was the, the uh, red dot sight or a scope. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because the red dot sight was just clear, open, and just made it easy to aim mm-hmm. your gun. But every gun in the game gave you the red dot sight after 10 kills. Yeah, yeah. It was the beginning thing. You got 10 kills with this gun, here's Yeah, your red like dot the sight. really good stuff, like martyrdom and stuff like that, and the red dot sights, they're all really, really early. Yeah, and it's, well, it's only broken in the sense that it's overused and it's annoying to deal mm-hmm. with, but everyone can use it. It's one of those things where if everything's broken, nothing is really... Yeah. But the idea that you can literally see the buffs that this person has on their character as they're dancing around like a jackass over your oh, corpse, God. as it just fades to blue, and then I've got fucking um, the commanding officer of the First Order telling me I suck. <laughs> it's like, what are you doing? Fight hard! It's like I can't. These grenades are better than mine. He bought. He bought the DLC. <laughs> Oh, it's, it's, it's almost to the point where I wish it was the old system mm. just because obviously the game's been out so long now and I got it on sale just so I could drop a tenner and buy everything so I'm at the same level as everyone oh, else oh cool but you don't want to spoil that that's the thing it's the thing of like if every, I get the feeling where if I w- once I level up my character it won't be as bad because I'll be as broken as everybody else but it's just the grind to get there it's just so yeah because so you've gotten in so late that because bad. like you're going to have to spend 50 hours having no fun to get to a point where the game is fun. Exactly. 
The amazing thing is, though, that um, when the game first came out, the, the system that was in place was you've got all these perks, not from playing the game, not from upgrading your character. It makes some sense, right? If you play this character a lot, yeah, yeah, yeah. this character gets... You get new things, like... Even if it was just new things to unlock, like you get different abilities that maybe have different. It might seem overpowered, but it's got utility in different situations. But no, in, in this game, it's like no, it's straight um, better. I can't think of what games it did it, better. but there are a couple of games that I really like the idea of. It's different abilities when, are fine. No, no, like, it's a different ability. I'm thinking more. Your guns will improve the better you, the more kills you get with it, and whatever, or the the abilities improve, whatnot. But that only lasts. Well, that's quality that with kill. Yeah, that's kill streaks. Yeah, yeah, stuff like that. But like streaks. when it if is, you, if you play good, you get oh, good stuff. You've got five kills with the sniper in this match, so you get an upgraded sniper. Like, but at the end I'm of the match, sure it... it disappears, and you're all back to level one. Yeah, or you just do it for a life, maybe. But what I loved is obviously to play. It makes you, you can argue it makes some sense. Like if you play the character a lot, unlock stuff for that character. It's not handled well, because as I've explained, if you the character is objectively better on paper. But when the game first came out, mm-hmm. all this stuff was found in loot boxes. And it was just pure luck. And the based. game and the game had an open beta where all the stuff you got in the open beta, it had like, I think people got it like a... No, it wasn't. It was the game released a couple of days early for people who bought the pre-ordered version. Or people on like EA Access and stuff like that, yeah. Yes, and I think that what they did is people went in and spent like $400, got all the upgraded star cards, and literally on the day the game came out for the general public... We're going into matches using all this overpowered shit and just steamrolling over everybody, and that's amazing. I mean, amazing is one way to put it, Carl. But I don't think. Oh, that's it's, the it's, right it's more. It's, it's the the fact that they let that go through that no one yeah, saw the that, fact that is a big deal. EA were that desperate for people's money that they let that game go out like that. Well, the amazing thing is, though, if people don't follow, they didn't follow it. That they removed all this stuff out, and as mentioned, the game is now more broken as a result. Because they, they, obviously it was a quick fix where it's fuck it tight all to progression. Mm-hmm. But the stuff they tie to progression, like some of the stuff like I said, it's objectively better on yeah, paper. Yeah. And it's just really hilarious to me that it's so poorly mishandled. And I'm oh just God, yeah, around. it is just a game that is held together by fucking duct tape at this point. So I just want to use my little pew pew gun. Do you know what really annoys me as well? Like when you first start up the game, it shows you like, oh, here's the newest thing we've unlocked. And the thing we've unlocked at the moment is some pyjamas for Count Dooku, a skin. <laughs> Where he's wearing pajamas, which is fair enough on its own, but when the game loads up and you press start, Count Dooku might puts his lightsaber out, but then holds it by his side, mm. and lightsabers make a humming noise, don't yeah, they? Yeah. I didn't know this, or I didn't realize this, and I was sat there for about five minutes looking for where the humming noise was coming from because his lightsaber's not on screen. Oh, and my TV God, just yeah. making this constant just. <laughs> And I thought my TV had broken because it's just the it's the it's the passive noise of the yeah, lightsaber yeah. being on, but it's not on screen. Because the so skin like, changes. Why is my TV it, yeah. making this noise? Yeah. Why is this TV making this noise? Like obviously, <laughs> sometimes it's Captain Phasma and Captain Phasma just stands still. But it's just this constant buzzing, and I was there for a good five minutes. What is my TV broken? Has Star Wars Battlefront broken my TV? That's next and I level. Switch to another menu. And the buzzing stopped. I went, what's going on? Switched back, saw Count Dooku spark with his lightsaber. went, oh, <laughs> it's that. If I boot it up and then go make a cup of tea, in the background I just hear, <laughs> and it's so fucking annoying. It's such a minor oh, thing. So, it pisses me off so much. And the best part is I, just today, because I've been umming and ahhing about buying a Mortal Kombat 11. Oh, don't do it, Carl. Don't do it. No, I've not. Because have you seen how many extra currencies are in that game? I haven't, you know. Like, we're doing, like, in, we're people, but if you don't play video games, like the bullshit thing, like, oh, no yeah, like, they do is like, 
you have two currencies. You have the premium currency you can buy with your real yeah. money and the shit you earn in game that's like worthless. In Mortal Kombat 11, you have 11 different currencies. What? You have like crystals. You have like crystals. You have, yeah, you have like crystals. You have like combat oh coins. You have um, heart tokens, fatality things, gold, crypto. Oh, man, it's ridiculous. Oh, wait, I thought Injustice they've, they've actually had to re- Yeah, they've actually had to release a patch to make it easier to unlock oh things. Oh, my God. Because people like... People were going into like the challenge tower and saying, "I come, I beat like Shao Kahn. I got like four coins. I can't buy a yeah, skin for my Sub Zero." Um, I was listening to a kind of funny podcast, and they brought in like a guy from IGN that was tweeting about it and whatnot. And he was like, "So I got to the end of a challenge tower, up, up against the final boss of this really bullshit challenge tower. <laughs> then the timer runs out on the challenge tower, and I got zero rewards for my time." Like, just nothing. It's just like, fuck you. That's so flaccid. I can't imagine a more flaccid experience than, like, investing time and effort and just getting a zero. Just nothing. You got nothing. Just Willy... They should bring up the scene from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Just Willy Wonka. It's like, you get nothing. <laughs> just, they should do it. Oh, man. Do you know what the game should do at that point as well? Just as a fuck you. It should, like, uninstall itself. <laughs> and just make you reinstall it just for the insult. Fuck it, man. Oh, God, that's hilarious. I can't I, believe they did that. I, like, not even just the a thing pity, is I, like, trashy weapon or something. Just nothing. Yeah, just, just not even, like, the booby part. Or here's, like, 500 gold just coins. Just a massive like, 20, middle finger. Just fuck you. You didn't win. <laughs> oh, that's And it's beautiful. not even because, like, he lost a fight. It was because the fucking time ran out. The time ran out. Oh, man. That's amazing. The best bit is, there's a character in that game who can reduce the timer. <laughs> One of his gays, so the enemy could literally do that to you. Oh, that's beautiful. I um. Oh, oh God. Yeah, so don't buy that game, Carl. Every time... Oh, no, I was te- I've been tempted. Every though, time so Warner good. Brothers releases a game, I am like, oh, man, I love Batman. I love Injustice. I love Mortal Kombat. I want to well, buy it, but I know that I'm going to get hit with just the most bullshit DLC and microtransactions. And in- and in six months' time, you can buy the complete edition that has all the DLC. And do you know what pisses me off? I'm going to bring it up. I've got Mortal Kombat XL. Oh, I know where the, you go the, with this. The full version of the game. So, to explain that, Mortal Kombat X, similar to the, like, the new Mortal Kombat, it's like egregious, egregious fucking like, monetization of the content. Yeah. Like, they piecemeal content out to you, and there is like, there are dozens of skins, but they are not evenly distributed. What's kind of thing like. Scorpion has eight different yeah, skins, like, like six of which are DLC, ridiculous. but like Sub Zero, and Sub Zero has a similar amount, but like, um, like Cassie Cage has, yeah, three. like Injustice, something, Superman something. has like 12 like 14 skins, or skins, Batgirl has one, like all the DLC characters have one, Killer Frost has two, one skin. and it's like, oh god. And you understand that, so obviously not every character has many, I can, mm-hmm. but at the same time, like, you can clearly tell his face, and as well, if you play this certain character, this DLC, like, if you play, like, Reptile, this fucking, all these Scorpion skins are useless to me, and they're all part of the same, like, combat yeah, pack. Yeah. And they released an XL edition that says, as of the NHS, XL, bigger, better. And it says on it, contains all DLC and skins. I plug the game in, I let it, I let it install. I couldn't go, you know what? This version of the game, I, I, as much as I hate last year, I'll support it because like, it's got, this has got... So it's just it's the complete face in it. It's yeah, got yeah. The, and it's a great yeah, game. it's got the alien in it. Right. And I fucking love Sub-Zero. I'll go in our dick around in combo mode, we, our training mode, mm-hmm. we can get from friends, that would be a laugh. The literal first thing I get hit with when I start up the game, before I'm even given control, is a menu that pops up saying, buy, buy 
the um, the cosplay skins for Cassie Cage so she can dress up like Sub Zero, and then I thought, what the fuck? What would you mean buy it? I've bought, the co- I've got the complete edition of the game. No, fuck you. Oh, what is this? Oh no, this was a pre-order exclusive. Don't come here. Fuck you. Right, skip that menu. What comes up next? Oh, download the exclusive like tournament skins that you get for supporting us on Twitch and watching oh, the God. game online. It's an- it's like fuck. There's another skin I can't have. Also, here's another skin you get exclusively for playing the mobile game. <laughs> So the complete. So before I even had a chance to of any character input whatsoever, the first thing I'm reminded of while booting up the complete edition of the game are three things I'm not the, allowed. The game. If I don't spend more box, on it, you literally showed me the box and it says contains all characters all and DLCs. skins. And yes. then the, and first the first thing, thing it says is, is here's skins that you don't have. The literal <laughs> first thing you do before you have any control over anything. It's so. Oh, I remember oh, it's so annoyed no. that I turned it's, it off. It's just so I turned it off fucking I went, awful. You've just got to laugh. I looked it up and went, well, how do I... Surely there must be like a, there must be a free download for people who own the Excel mm-hmm. part. Maybe that's the thing. But maybe it's just these aren't part of the game because I've got the big... No, pay. Yeah, money. and the worst thing They're is... separate. I remember trying to unlock the costumes through the Injustice 1 mobile game and to get like <laughs> the last fucking Superman skin... It was literally Superman in a fucking um, prison outfit. And I I didn't even get it in the end, but I must have put a good, like, at least dozen hours into trying to get there and then just got to the point where I was like, fuck this, this isn't fun. I don't even like the fucking costume. I just wanted all of them. Yeah, it's so good. My favourite bit about Mortal Kombat um, 11, though, is that the pre-order bonus is Shao Kahn. Yeah, like, every like- game, like, X was Goro, I think it was. And it's just, why yeah. are you recycling characters as pre-order bonuses? It's not even the fact it's recycled, it's the fact like one of the coolest characters in yeah, the game. Yeah, one of the coolest one you've never been able to play well. before. You've got to pre-order the game and you can't have it. Oh, but don't worry because uh, it was fine in Injustice 2. It was only Darkseid. <laughs> but the bit, the thing is though, if you don't buy him, he's just on the screen. Yeah. You just can't select him. And I fucking hate that. I hate that because I think my version of Fighter Z, I've not bought Bardock because fuck Bardock. And in my copy of the game, whenever I go onto the screen, he's just You know there. one thing that I love which fighting games do as well? Um, not all fighting games do this because this is quite a specific example. But um, So in Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, Joker was just released as a DLC character. And yes. somebody was like, something I saw on Twitter was like, oh, had this really cool fight with a Joker online. Uh, so I saved the replay. And the way the replays work in Smash Bros. is it basically is data for the game to replay. So it just replays oh, your a, yeah. inputs. It doesn't save as a video. Yeah, explain. Because this is something you told me. This, before I got, this is amazing. Um, because what does this do to the size of the file? So obviously a, a straight video. So of yeah, the, an actual the video file requires like the entire... Like hundreds of meg, The entire it? like, you know, MP4 to be saved. Whereas instead of doing it that way they just save a list of button inputs. And then replay the match. They just put two or whatever thing. bots in the same arena in, and, the same and play your inputs yeah. for them. That's but, fucking it's so good. What a genius solution. solution. But you know what this means? This guy what? that doesn't own Joker tried to play a cool replay and the game came up, you don't own the character to play this replay. <laughs> you, you can't, can't use the replay. <laughs> You can't watch because, yourself getting styled no, on by Joker. Because he doesn't Fuck own you, it. you, give so us money. The game won't let him put Joker into a fight. 
And that's how the replay oh, works. Oh, because that's the way it works. Oh, that's amazing. Isn't that just oh, fucking so stupid? Good. The thing is, though, that system's brilliant because it means that instead of like a several hundred meg clip, which you wouldn't be able to do, with yeah, each one just turns to like kilobytes instead. Yeah, it's like 14 kilobytes. So, such a genius However, solution. it also means there's whenever a... there's a patch, all of your replays yeah. either have to be saved as a video or don't work anymore. <laughs> oh, but the idea of like, oh man, I need to show you this Joker who styled on me earlier. I saved the replay, yeah. put it in. You, you don't have sufficient privileges <laughs> to view this replay. Oh, it's so bullshit. Just, you you got to pay money to watch replays if you're getting styled on. you got to pay. So you want to see you want to see how much Joker wrecks your shit? You got to pay. I'm just some money man. You know what? Like, That's the ultimate money match that is, Carl. <laughs> pay money to see. You're not even allowed to see the moves that I did. You want to see my moves? You got to pay. Out of the back fucking pocket, research, man. I beat the shit out of you. Well, fucking pay up, bitch. That is like that's an unfortunate side effect of a system. A very good system, but yeah, that's hilarious. an awful side effect that I saw come up on Twitter. It's it's all it's close. It's close behind the best Smash Bros. thing is that they had to release a guide to tell people how to get to the guide. <laughs> <laughs> a guide to how to get to the how to play feature of Smash Bros. Like, oh, that's beautiful. And that is, I don't know how to top that man. That's just so good. I'm not just, sure we can. I'm top just imagine just. Just sit in there and just like you finished the game and go, oh, man, I was really going to watch that bang. It's told no. <laughs> just, just sorry. What is the equivalent in another game? Oh, I don't even know. Is there even the equivalent? Oh, the equivalent in like real life. Like your friend borrows you a book and you can, you open up the page and it's blank. <laughs> Jump on. Isn't that a thing they used to try? They were trying to do that well, for a while. Well, there was... Um, like get video games and DVDs. I don't know. In games, I know for sure they had things like the online pass and stuff like that. Always um, online. And no, no, think- like EA was a big push of this. Like, I remember Mass Effect 3 had like an online pass. So you had oh, to that shit. enter the code for the online pass to be able to play the online multiplayer. But then that meant yeah. if you use that code, sell your game, and someone buys it used, they then have to pony up, I think it was about £8, to then buy to the online. online pass to prevent people from In buying the used game. game. And already play, and presumably already pay to play for the privilege of playing online. Yeah, so we, that's on top of your using. like Xbox Live or PlayStation Plus or whatever. That's on top of your online subscription. You've got to pay per I game. Remember that, I, yeah, I remember that dying. That system Yeah, died. They, they tried the fucking best, but it, it did, didn't fly. I was thinking more about when they first launched the Xbox and they said, um, oh yeah, you can share your games, but only up to three times. You know what's really funny which point about you have to buy another license. It's just like, now all of the stuff that Xbox One said, apart from the Kinect, Obviously, all the things that Xbox One did at that reveal that everyone hated is basically where the games industry is now. They were basically just ahead <laughs> of the time. They just marketed it really yeah. badly. It was the boiling frog theory, isn't it? Which I know people have pointed out to me was based on bunk science, but it's a good example mm. where if you drop a frog into boiling water, it'll jump out. But if you put the frog into a pan and raise up the temperature, oh, right. yeah, yeah. it'll sit in there and let itself cook. And I was, someone pointed out to me after the fact, though, that was a frog that was lobotomized. Oh, right. I still think it's a good example of like if you get dropped into like hot water, you will jump out. If you sit in a well, hot that's tub, the thing is, um, I'll, I'll watch like a lot with... of um, Jim Sterling, and he brings up the point where, so like for example, Jedi Fallen Order, they put out a tweet, and it was like, "Don't worry, guys, this game is single player only. There are no multiplayer. There's no microtransactions, no loot boxes." And he's like, "Are we at a point now where that's meant to be like celebrated?" 
Did they push us yeah, the so idea, far yeah. forward into like the horrible Star Wars Battlefront 2 that now backing out of it is seen as a good thing? Yeah, that, li- yeah, that just not shitting on your consumer is seen as a good thing. That yeah, be because praised. we've gotten it's, uh, so it bad in terms of like microtransactions and loot boxes and yeah, taking advantage of people that just the general idea of not taking advantage of customers for one game is a good thing. Yeah, it's the um, the way I've heard it put is it's um, it's to measure your outrage where you can't be perpetually annoyed by something. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like um, trying to like crack a, a walnut with a teaspoon. So you're not going to hit the first hit, but if you just keep hitting away, eventually yeah, you'll get yeah. in. And the idea is like they push it forward, people push back, but they don't push it back all the way. Then they push it forward, and then by the time a couple of years down the line, you're at the point where they're going to be. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's oh, it's a, and it annoys me so much. Though, I was fucking love video games, but the idea. That shit, like, the, I remember seeing that and going, really? And the fact you even had to announce yeah. this says enough about you mm-hmm. as a company. It's, oh, but it makes me sad because it means I can't play Mortal Kombat. I have to wait. I was so excited to play Injustice 2. And then I had to force myself for just over, like, just under a year, I think it was, to wait for that Legendary Edition because I just knew how bad it would be. You know they're going to piece yeah. everything out, and you won't be able. To get and even then, have to pay like. I don't have much gear in the game and stuff because it's all built around like the gear systems, which is a really cool idea, but it also really makes it so that it's grindy and loot boxy. Yeah, like customized. Yeah, yeah. Oh, cool! I can dress Batman in like Batman of the Future, but at the same time, I don't really want to have to like. But it also takes a hundred hours to get like a couple of shaders for Batman. <laughs> I want to color my bat. I want my bright. Pink and as Batman well, it doesn't even stand. like way towards who you play the most so like i play a lot of like uh robin and batman and harley quinn and green arrow and it's like oh you got shit ton of stuff for like aquaman and dark side and i'm like oh no <laughs> Everyone's i just want favorite. a bright pink batman why have you given me the question 18 is, though, different shaders get, for green lantern can you get duplicates um so i think you can get There's you the can get duplicates of like gear but you can't get duplicates of like shaders and stuff like that you can't beat duplicates and then you get like 40 currents the worst oh (sighs) god no dragon ball fighters is the worst for that one when you like open up your little capsules and it's like you got nine coins and one actual item that you need and then 10 coins get you one more capsule the colours should all be like unlocked by default. It's so, so horrible. I just want a bright pink like team. Them. No matter who I play as, I just want them all to be bright pink. And just, I haven't unlocked the pink costumes for half of the characters still. Oh, it's the worst, isn't it? And you can't do it with it. Well, I think we're coming to the 12 mark now. And that was with no structures. I think this new format, it has legs. I mean, I think we can do it. That- and I could chat some shit for the, I could chat shit forever. We all have but I've actually got to go do. If you've ever sat in a room work. with Carl, you'll know that he can chat shit for longer than two hours. <laughs> I have to actually go do a bit of work now because it's all pre-research. Is the thing I did all the research yesterday, so if I open up my laptop, the research is there and the article is ready to mm. be written. So I don't have to go onto like websites to look it up. Because I know, because I think the ones I'm doing about today, uh, for, it's not be really a spoiler. Because obviously, it's going to be written today, but a video will be made about this. Bane's coat in um, the dark. Oh, okay. Do you ever hear, like, basically the, da- the Bane's coat in The Dark Knight Rises, um, they took, like, six months to make it, and the person who made it, like, nearly had, like, a nervous breakdown. Oh, God. Because they couldn't figure out how to make his coat look as stylish and as pimping as they wanted it to. <laughs> and I thought, that's a really cool thing, but if I try and research this on, say, Friday, the day Avengers Endgame mm-hmm. comes out, what websites am I going to go into? 
oh yeah, ones that have like you know interesting comic books, media, yeah, pop yeah. culture. Hmm, I wonder what their main <laughs> headlines and like the headroom is going to all be about. Yep. Fucking Endgame. Even no. just thumbnails Not and shit are going to be spoiler based and stuff. And oh god, it's going to be awful. And bear in mind, like we're in the UK, so it came out for us on uh, yesterday Today. for us. Came out the twenty fifth. Okay, for us. got moved the day forward. Um, so like people like me have seen it from like Wednesday night. We're recording on the Friday, but now the Americans are all seeing it like yesterday night at midnight or like now today throughout the day so it's going to be so much more intensified the amount of spoilers you're going to see i am worried but people's going to send me one person oh god yeah now. they will not, not taking not taking not every single person i've seen so i think i got a tweet like yesterday from a guy saying hey carl have you seen avengers endgame and he blocked him so i can't take it i'm not taking it. i'm sorry i'm sorry to that dude i'm not taking yeah. a fucking chance like he could he could it's be like, genuine I'm just interested. But just he could to know just my be like, Have you seen it? No. Well, fuck you, Carl. Yeah. Here's spoiler. Here's who died. Like, yeah. No. Here's when Mickey Mouse I'm good. appears. I'm not taking a chance. It's like, damn it. No. None of this. So I'm going to leave it there. And is there anything you want to plug before the end? Uh, as usual, if anyone's listened to one of the other podcasts I've been on, I do have a YouTube channel, Legend of Canto. Um, now that I've got my yeah, nice. sparkly new PC, editing the second video is going a lot. Uh, faster and smoother so hopefully that'll be up a lot quicker <laughs> than I uh, have been getting on with it so yeah look forward to that and hopefully look into it a bit we think you upload these videos so you can put the link in wherever you want exactly that's fine I can put a link in and I, just every other line of the description if you want just do whatever you want mate that's the free, that's the the freedom I give my editors <laughs> because well, the thing is, I do this a lot, like with Brad. Like He can basically do whatever the fuck he wants with the videos, as long as they go up on time. And it's the same with my new editor, Nisha. I told them both, like, I, because I think when I first hired Nisha, she was like, oh, um, what do I do about this? I went, whatever you mm-hmm. want. But what do you, like, oh, what do you think about this? Like, and yeah, want? obviously, no, like, I'm, we've, I'm, we've I, had back and forth messages, and it is obviously difficult, like, trying to get used to working on your content. But it is very nice to just be given that freedom. Yeah, it's like I'm paying you for your expertise. What like if I came in and started telling you what to do, it's gonna one come across as really mm-hmm. arrogant and dickish, and two, I am completely uninformed on these matters. You're the expert, that's why I've hired <laughs> you to do the job. Use your best yeah. judgment. I trust you, you are a friend. Also, if it's funny, I don't care. <laughs> that's that's called rule of thumb that I like to go by. Yeah, as long as it's funny. Which is when we were editing like the podcast we messed up, and you're like, oh no, what should I do if it like doesn't come out sounding exactly right. I'm like, I don't care. If, if anything, it'd be funnier if you just like if you just edit my conversation and then just put in your laugh every just, now and again, just randomly, just out of context, me laughing. <laughs> just put like I want like room the room levels of quality edits going on. Just, <laughs> <laughs> what a story! I want that levels of shit. I don't get. I don't care. As long as it's funny, that's it the important is. thing. No, yeah, but. Feel free to uh, go check out Lucas's thing, and we'll be back next week with another conversation. I don't know who the fuck it's going to be with because because that's how it goes. Yeah, we decide these things. I'm hoping this this more free form one uh, goes across a bit better because it just I think the channel itself is put forward like it's a conversation between mm-hmm. two friends, and I think it's a nice thing to continue that with the podcast. Oh yeah, so, obviously yeah, as per usual. Yeah, and what is that go channel? Enjoy called? the rest of your week. What is it? It's oh, it's fact fiend with Carl. Just do it. Yeah. No, I don't. It's fine. I'll make him do it. God yeah. damn. <laughs> Go out there and have fun and don't spoil Avengers Endgame. Please don't. Just don't do it, guys. It's not working.